Hi, I'm Noel. And I'm Kelly. And this is At the Bar Thing the Drum. I like how we both, I noticed we all, we both do this kind of like At the Bar Thing the Drum every single time. Every time. Ah, so this is a beer and brewing. What was the definition you are using on this podcasty thingy? You're like, it's a beer experience, oh. news, I said all topics. things beer and brewing, culture, culture, something, and science. I, now I can't even remember. So if you guys don't want to look at us, but you actually just want to listen to us while you're driving or something like that and hear us, you know, say weird things, we also have a podcast. Uh, it's available on Spotify. I can't. Google. It sounds so ridiculous. This is me. That's cool. I just, I can't even remember all the other things. A lot of places you get your podcasts, not quite on the podcasts. Yeah. thing itself yet because we need a couple oh, like more episodes itunes or anything that's okay but we're working on it um by the way this is bang the drum brewery and we're in san luis obispo hey we don't really say that ever and if you guys want to know more about our events because you haven't heard our events now or you want to know you can Happened go on our website town. look at our events on our website you can subscribe to our um text message system so you can learn how to get like cool deals or like win a hundred dollars or just get last minute stuff that you may not know about new beer releases you can subscribe um it's like the beer tribe so audrey's just giving kelly a taste to make sure that our our daddy issues hazy beer is uh, carbonated so we can Wait, get and yeah. put it on today yeah, yeah? good yeah sweet yeah, all right yeah. I snuck off a keg from my brother's baby shower and, and force carbonated it, and it was really good. So nice. We all liked it. Uh, you can go on our website. You can go and put your phone number into our Bang the Drum tribe, and I send out like less than once a text once a week. More of this guy, and then you can go on our Instagram, Bang the Drum Brewery. We have a Twitter, but the Twitter is basically the Instagram if that's your jam. <laughs> go on Facebook. You can see all of your stuff. Cool. <laughs> and. Uh, yeah. The bit, can you, the, the video keeps buffering. Is that on our end or in that? Looks mm. good on our end. Yeah, Anyways, we'll cheers, by the way. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> one time someone Ooh, I like that yesterday. one. Which one is that? Uh, that's a new Draca. Oh, yeah. Huh. So, let's go over what, what beers are on tap. Yeah. Currently, we've got uh, Das Weiss, our German Hefeweizen. We have the Belgian Tourists, which is our Belgian Saison that was dry hopped with Cascade and Simcoe. The Ex-Girlfriend is always on tap. We've got that one, the Brown Rice and Sorghum Gluten-Free IPA. Queen Mate is our Yerba Mate infused IPA. And let's see, Maple Brown is still on. I think we're about to kick that one with Maple Syrup. And then we have our Just a Brown, just a classic brown ale. Dee's Nuts is a chocolate stout that was, um, basically, we put a shit ton of coconut in it. So much coconut. <laughs> Cinnamon, vanilla, and nutmeg also. And then, it's fun to order and fun to drink. Can I get Dee's Nuts? We might have to, Ronnie, reset our connection because my phone's on our Wi-Fi, but sometimes if the Wi-Fi is spotty, I just have to go by my cellular data. So, if that happens, we'll just... Do we'll put that on really quickly. Okay, and so, then lastly on top we have Drakkar Chipotle smoked porter, which is what I'm drinking right now. We did it a little different this time. I was gave everyone at our open jam session last night uh, at the who was sitting at the bar. Actually, everyone in the room, I gave them a taste of our new Draka. and I think the reaction that most people have. Hold on, I'm gonna change this out. Oh, are you recording it? Cool. I just paused it. Oh, cool. <laughs> um, 
the the so the draka the new version the the way they did it the comment i get the most is this is how i feel like this is what i expected it to taste like the first time i tasted it oh okay yeah so i really think that this might be a keeper i like it this way honestly um so you want to explain what you did yeah so usually in the past the way i was making draka was i was putting chipotle peppers dried chipotle peppers that i would cut up into a bunch of little pieces basically and then throw those into the boil kettle when we were making the beer um and that's where we would get our chipotle smell and a little bit of the sweet smoky sweet smoky but it was like it was mostly on the nose so you don't get a spice it. it was like it depended on what batch we had but the heat was like sometimes at the end kind of like after you take a shot yeah like you would kind of feel it sometimes but it wasn't really prominent still i still really liked it it just wasn't as chipotle i think yeah. as a lot of people are expecting when they stay it's kind of nice because if you're not a spice person yeah you can drink it still. yeah but even this one is not crazy like no it's, it's not it's I, more for sure than it was before yeah which I really like, and I think a lot of people like, so now she's doing it, basically making almost like a tea out of it. Yeah. And putting so, it at the end. Mm-hmm. So we're always concerned about making sure that we, beer is really susceptible to like outside bacteria. So once it's gotten to a certain point, we can't contaminate it with anything. So there could be bacteria or other uh, wild yeast in the folds of a, the chipotle pepper, mm-hmm. even if we were to uh, sanitize the outside. So we're, we put it in the boil just to be safe, but not making a tea out of it also. Yeah, so I'm putting boiling water on it, which is sanitizing the peppers, and yeah. then letting all of that flavor steep into the liquid, um, kind of like you do when you're making beer and you're having your mash sit there for however long and then i'm transferring all of that chipotle juice chipotle juice into a beer yeah i think it was porter we have a a pup here named porter if you guys have never met him (laughs) oh yeah because we're also doing this he's a Uh, sweetie pie he is a sweetie he's a good guard dog but he definitely like especially before we've opened and you've seen a lot of people's like anyone who's walking by he's like who is that right buddy Right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> but if he's here, you're safe. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that's the big thing about this new Draka. And come in and taste it and let us know whether you like this one or the other method. Honestly, I haven't heard anyone say they prefer the other one. Cool. Okay. Well, yeah. we'll keep it up then. And it's more true to what what I think, what Chipotle, people think when they think of Chipotle. Okay. Awesome. Uh, so. Yeah, the, I'm a big fan of this one too. The other one, newer one on tap, the Belgian Tourist, the Dry Hop Saison. This one, I want to tell you that I am, like, this one I go to. I want to drink it a lot. Cool. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of my go-to beer as well right now. So, I mean, that and the D's Nuts is really good, but the D's Nuts is a little bit more intense of yeah, a flavor. Yeah, a lot of flavor. So, a little bit more. Yeah, it tastes like Almond Joy, just like all this stuff in, <laughs> in your mouth, which is total, is really good, but when you're just trying to get, like, a couple refreshing beers or I'm working behind the behind the bar and I want like a little uh, five ounce of something mm-hmm. I just it's really refreshing to have this one so now I'm drinking 12 ounces of it oh I was like why do I have two of these I thought I poured two of the same beer for myself but what did you pour the Das Weiss I, I got a Das oh, yeah. okay so I have a Hefeweizen and a Saison yeah what I think is really cool actually is, be- is someone came in yesterday and tried the Das Weiss for the first time didn't know what a German Hefeweizen is supposed to taste like and he smelled it and tasted it and was like this tastes like banana and I was like, yeah, Good job! it's so cool <laughs> that people who have no idea can identify that. Yeah. And so 
I mean, that's good for us as being true to the style, and it's good for the customer. Because bananas are awesome. Yeah. I mean, that they can identify that. So it was cool. We had a cool discussion about how that comes to be and that we're actually not putting bananas in it. I My brother can't eat bananas. Cannot? Cannot eat bananas. He's allergic to oh, potassium. Okay. Allergic to potassium? Yeah. So avocados. Wait a second. You need potassium to live. Say he gets, I mean, he must get it somehow, but like high concentrations, he's maybe that's not it good. because you need potassium, like for, for I mean, for he could probably get it in smaller doses from other foods. Yeah, I just wonder what the interesting Isn't that weird. I want to learn more about Showered. that. Weird and kiwi. What else is on top of it? Oh, then the, and then the daddy issues, you guys, is going to be on today, 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 today. In a few hours, yeah. there will be actually, probably when we open. If she's okay, she's pregnant right, right now. now, so you guys can, yeah. Woohoo! So Kelly's also opening today, so you can come in and see, say hi to her. See hi to her. See hi to her. And then I'll tonight, be here all day. Tonight, we, oh yeah, because you're doing your malas. So yeah. Kelly also makes malas. I do. Which are? Uh, they're a meditation necklace. Use it kind of like a rosary. So you, there's 108 stones on it, or wood, or whatever I used in the one. And yeah, use to meditate. Whatever. Say mantras. Use. You can use any stone. It says it could be a round piece with a hole in it. Yeah, it's just it's just for a count. It could be. It doesn't have to be a stone. Traditionally, they're root raksha seeds, but it could be wood. It could be glass. It could be bone. Could you put teeth? Just that would be so teeth. cool. Human teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I love bones. Just just like Fun your fact. baby teeth of your children. That's so terrifying. I like it. <laughs> So morbid. Uh, that would be so scary. That would be so what cool. Were you say fun fact? Fun fact. I collect bones. You collect skulls. bones or skulls? Okay. Well, they're bones. But like. I collect other bones too, but I like skulls you, the best. So specifically the, the bone is skulls that you like most. I like skulls. Okay. And I like pelvises of animals. If, Vertebrae are the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. But you don't but I've see. I've also them. got a bunch of them. There's so, just so if many someone were to be like, here is a human skull. I don't think I could do it. I've thought about it. <laughs> Wait, has someone ever offered you a human skull before? No. Oh. My friend's um, grandma actually owns two human skulls. Yeah, I guess if I, they're not using them anymore. So if if someone's going to start I don't know away, what kind of bad juju they got. Or yeah, that Why are they separate weird. from the rest of their body? It's, yeah, that's kind of interesting. I don't think I could have human bone in my house. I don't. I could have. I am not actually a big fan of skulls. I think I just bones need are a story interesting. Story behind it for sure. If it was going to be from a human, I need to know how it died. Yeah, it had to be died peace, died peacefully, like. Or if like it didn't, pasture. I just need to know that before I introduce that energy to my home. You could put it in the dark room. You for <laughs> sure would get something weird happening <laughs> on the there. Um, okay, so yeah. So beer, back to beer, beer. Beers, beers, beers. Bones and beer. Bones and beers. <laughs> and so she's, oh, that's what is happening tonight. So we're having something called Paradise Rocks. Um, our lovely downtown neighbors. Um, unique selections. Unique selections. They're amazing. Both the husband and the wife. The husband, um, he DJs here a lot. And the wife is just an amazing, beautiful, like, shiny soul of a creature. She really is. Um, and so you can come in here and... They're just both really amazing, really good feeling people. So yeah. if you are not into like hippie stuff, tonight is probably not your night to be here. You could hang out inside. We have some there's of gonna these. There's going to be music. We, there's going to be music and it will be sold as collection. So they're not like, that collective is not necessarily 
if you were a charitable person yeah this the point of this whole thing the reason we're having this paradise rocks fundraiser is because there was a store in paradise california that burnt down during the campfires and it was a crystal shop yeah called paradise rocks so there are different things that you can like you can get healing if you're into that you can yeah get, there's a bunch of intuitive are you selling your stuff or i am you... selling my stuff okay yeah so there's a couple vendors that are going to be there they're still selling stones i'm going to be selling malas and palo santo and oils and things like that um but other people are doing like tarot card readings and like dream interpretation and astrology I readings like energy healing uh, I yeah, I, I forget like the full list, but it's pretty cool actually. And if you want to come in, you can buy a ticket for twenty dollars, and that includes any of the healing that you want. But you don't have to buy it. No, you don't have to. But if you choose to, you just have to pay twenty dollars, and you can get all of those services. All of that, which that is sounds pretty, pretty good, rad actually. if you're into it. Yeah, because you would have to do it's that. So cheap somewhere else yeah that's yeah so that's cool so you can come in and drink a beer but if you want to be a part of this and you even want to just donate or if you want to donate to this shop in paradise but you don't want to be a part of any of the other healing stuff because that's not your comfort zone then um you're welcome to donate if you choose to if not come drink a beer yeah listen to some jams soldos productions is pretty cool you guys if you've been here before and listen to them they're great they're lovely so yeah that's tonight and that starts at 7 p.m. And it goes till 10. I don't know why we sang that. So, um, (laughs) Wednesday night we have trivia night. I'm going to ask Larry if he will do boner brew. That's interesting. That's not the sentence I meant to say. I did not mean to say that. (laughs) She was reading reading Ronnie's comment of boner brew. Kelly the bone. Kelly the bone collector. Mm. I'm afraid to ask what's in that beer. Also, for those of you listening on the podcast, <laughs> whenever we randomly insert words that don't make any sense, it's usually because we're reading Usually, comments. but not always. Not always. That's true. sometimes brains are just we, random. We do this segment live on Facebook every Tuesday at noon-ish. And <laughs> this was 12.30 today. It's been it's been a week, but we're here. We did it. We got here. Yeah, but since it's live, we're we're like actively getting getting feedback from people watching it, which you could also totally do if you want to. Yeah, fun stuff. And go on there. Yeah, you can all of it. Apparently, all of it. on this podcast thing, you guys can leave us like a voicemail that I can add into the podcast. So if you want to say something awesome about us, please do that. It's on Anchor. So if you leave me a message on Anchor, I will for sure play it because that's awesome. Interesting. Buddy, there are people over there. It is okay. Porter's trying to guard us again. I don't know who these men are. I don't know who these men are. (laughs) See? Hey, Hey, buddy, I see him. Thank you. Uh, What are we doing? Okay, trivia (laughs) night. Tuesday or Wednesday? Trivia, not Tuesday. Trivia Wednesday. I'm gonna see if Larry will do like a Super Bowl thing. Trivia night is every Wednesday night. In case you're wondering, it starts at seven and it goes till nine, and you can have up to five people on your team. Is that right? Five people. Five people. So you grab a crew. Hopefully, you test get smart your people. smarts. You can win things. There's a podcast now, JP. Kelly just started it last week. She found an app to do it, so we just had to put her phone here, and then she put a few fancy things in front. It plays what song? Oh, it's... Whoa. That was a crazy noise. It plays uh, Real Big Fish, Beer, the beer song. How's that go? 
I'm not singing. How does it go? I forget now. You just heard <laughs> it go. How does it go? Um, uh, I'll have myself a beer. Oh, yeah. I think I'll have myself a beer. Yeah. yeah. Just, like, just... We're not singers here. <laughs> Everyone else in the company sings or plays some type of music or some type of artist. I don't think Chloe does. Though she, I feel like she would be. She could probably do something. Oh, we need to interview her. Yeah. Anyway. What no, else? But I'll sing. I'll sing, but I just can't. Uh, oh, yeah, trivia. So trivia night, we have Greasy Wiener. <laughs> so we have Audrey texting uh, our whole entire company right now saying Daddy Issues is about to be on. Woo! Woohoo! And Oh, I'm going to try and see if, if on trivia night, Larry will do like a Super Bowl type of trivia. Because some people are saying there's not a lot of sports trivia. Because he's, Cause we reading, all hate sports. he's reading the audience. <laughs> I mean, I don't not dislike <laughs> But we'll get to that. Actually, so on Thursday, we have our comedy night. So it's uh, 7.30 to 8.30, open, open mic comedy if you feel like you're funny at all. If you, you feel like you're funny out. and want to test it in front of an audience... Lies to do that. Then our guy Henry Brewington is the host of that portion. And then um, on from 8.30 to 10. Because I'm also thinking, okay, oh. Alyssa just texted and said that there's not going to be food that night, though we thought we were going to have food. Oh, but at least we know ahead of time. What about the hecklers? Um, oh, the hecklers. There was only one that night, and we I asked him to simmer down after a little while. We asked him to simmer. Well, also, the comedians that night, people who heckle, he was not talking, but then the comedians would make a joke about him, which is funny, but yeah, then if he you would heckle, start talking again. The jokes are going to be centered around you yeah, specifically. But then, but then if, if you don't want that leave. But he was, he was, <laughs> it was funny because like he was, the heckler was not talking. And then they would com- a new comedian would come up and say something about him. And then he would <laughs> respond and I was like... We're starting this all over again. So finally, we were like, can you just um, turn it down? Anyways. It's not funny. So 8.30 to 10 is the actual... Aiden Candelario is our host for that. He brings in local and traveling showcase acts of comedy that are a little bit more tried out. Tried and true. Tried and true. Bring in your own food because unless we find a food truck, you can always ask us beforehand if you're really hungry, but... Uh, we were going to have Greasy Wiener. They just looked, told us that they couldn't come out. And so we try to let you guys know ahead of time when we don't have food trucks. They don't always communicate or they don't always know. But, uh, yeah. Either way, you can always order pizza here. Use Uber Eats. Friday and Saturday, we actually don't have anything. But it is supposed to come rain. Come here. It's supposed to rain. So what we're going to do, and we're going to text this out to everyone. If it is raining at all, if there is water coming down from the sky... You can get, at that time, if you order a beer, a dollar off your beer. It has to be currently raining. Currently raining. So anytime so it's raining Friday and Saturday. So if window and it's not raining, we'll be like, oh, full price. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to have to time your beers to it raining. So Maybe just go out there the and be weather. like, oh, it's wet. Come sit with us. Yeah, hecklers do love attention, good or bad. You're right. And so that's why I was like, maybe at some point, though, we just don't say anything to him and he'll stop. But he was, there were, he did provide some moments of funny, like when some people, comedians were talking about it, it was, it was funny. But then he kept talking. We should do another uh, roast. Yeah. On Sunday, it's our, it's Super Bowl Sunday, you guys, this Sunday. In case you weren't aware. We don't have any televisions. Look, we've tried this before. My dad 
set up TVs inside, outside, and on the projector. We are just not set up for this. This is not our... We're not we, a sports bar. We are not a sports bar, so we're not going to try to be a sports bar anymore because we did it two years in a row, and it just didn't work out, and there were problems. And so, I'm not going to go watch the Super Bowl anyways. Like, nope. So, come in here, and we did this last year. Kelly and I actually were actually <laughs> here. I went and got big parchment, or big, like... Butcher paper? Butcher paper, yeah. And laid it on the ground and then got paints. And we, like, took some paintbrushes, but mostly finger-painted. It was actually super was so fun. fun. We had, like, everybody in here sitting on the floor finger-painting. And it's amazing how good it is for your soul. So, it was so nice. And everyone was very, like, interactive. So, if you want to have a sanctuary away from the uh, Super Bowl-ness and the, the TV sounds and the yelling and whatever. If you're into it, then, like, go and hold the team you are rooting for. I hope they win. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I hope I have at least no have a fun game, you know? <laughs> I, I think most people are like, playing. fuck Patriots right now. Oh, I mean... Who's playing? Patriots and the Rams. Okay. <laughs> go sports! Yeah, Porter. Porter, but... So, a comment... Oh, Doug, Doug just said that. Porter never sits still until he's dead tired. We also had to he take away his... Yeah, he's he's there. When we're not, we're not playing fetch, he'll find a way. But last night, and Doug was here for our open jam. Porter will, like, go around and say hi to everyone, say hi to everyone, say hi to everyone. And then he'll find his way, even if someone is sitting on one of our big chairs back here. Can you see him? There's chairs right there. He will find a way to snuggle with whoever is on there. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, it is kind of cute. Okay, Yay, let's friends, do beer all news, all guys. Yeah. Oh, and then I think Ronnie said she was going to bring in some snacks. So if you want to, like, Ooh. true to a Super Bowl party, which is unsuperable Super Bowl party, you, you can bring some bean dip. bring some bean dip. <laughs> I feel like bean dip's the only thing bean I think dip, of. Um, some chips. Some guacamole. Homemade guacamole. I love making guac. Maybe I'll make you guys salsa. I love making guacamole, too. Guacamole is so good. Mm, and avocados. Maybe you can bring some pop tarts. Tarts for the pop? I don't know. For the anything. Poppin'? We're just gonna keep. What else? What I think else we should probably bring? just go to beer. No, no, no. Maybe you could just. I wanna... <laughs> no, no, no. no. I want to continue. Uh, taquitos. Uh, I just repeating repeating anything that you're saying. Some hot Cheetos. Hot Cheetos that are good. So good, except for if we're finger painting, you can't do that. Squeeze some lime juice on them. Mm. Mm. Maybe we could eat the Cheetos with a spoon. That's weird. What can we put it in? Like a cereal. Or we can oh eat healthy things like vegetables and stuff. Maybe know. I'll bring you guys some vegetables. Corn chips. From whatever you want. I'll get some hot sauce. I'll make kale. you some kale chips. Some Oh, kale chips. <laughs> I feel like whatever it is, we just have to make sure that we don't get our, our like fingers dirty or else we're going to be using paint. Ew, yeah, and that's then a this, idea. And then Maybe not finger there. food. Wow, we finger paint. It's so therapeutic, though. <laughs> you can just eat it with your face. So... Put it on a plate. I've done that before. When you don't want to, you just like go, an animal, uh, and then you like the the moistness of your tongue. Ooh, like popcorn when you just stick your tongue yeah. out and then it sticks to your tongue and you go like a lizard. <laughs> this is like nothing. Like a chameleon. Oh my gosh. Uh, okay, you guys. So here's some craft beer, beer news. Back to beer. Do you know the whole dilly dilly thing? Do you Who guys knows know about, about dilly this? dilly? Hi, Ryan. Dilly dilly. I didn't know what Dilly Dilly was. She didn't. Does anyone else know? Dilly Dilly is a Bud Light commercial in which they are set in like a... Um, you don't want me to play it? No. Why? It's going to disappear again. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, no, this is on YouTube. They don't so have was a, the other thing. Uh, 
Okay. So anyways, <laughs> if you haven't watched it, we can put a link to it actually in here. I can do that right now. Um, Last time we played a big beer ad on this, our episode miraculously disappeared. And then I tried to, like, get some sort of explanation. Nothing. Crickets. I was like, this was was such a good episode, so I tried really hard, and it did not work. Anyway, we can describe it. So it's an ep- it's a it's a commercial in which like there's they're setting like a like a royalty like a castle uh-huh. and they're oh. sitting there. Oh, I have seen that. Yeah, I yeah. saw it. And they go dilly dilly, and they're pretty much making fun of craft beer and craft drinks because they say kind of like. Yeah, the guy to like the right hand of the king was like, I made this craft brew. Was that the one? Oh, it was like a craft mead with whatever, and it has it has wax on top. So at first, they're coming up to give the the king and queen, or the 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 royal subject, whatever, whatever the peoples. Yeah. What are those called? The royal cabinet. Mm. What? <laughs> 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 I can't think. I don't know. Um, those people sitting up there, and they're like going up to present their gifts, and they're all Bud Light. So they come up and they give Bud Light, and they're like, "Your friend, your friend to the kingdom." And they go dilly dilly, and then they, <laughs> and then everyone goes dilly dilly, and then they drink their Bud Light, and then the next person does that, and they do the similar reaction, and then someone comes up with a. Um, a glass that a craft beer. craft I think they say craft meat in most of them and I think that there's a way of kind of like skirting around directly and insulting craft beer <laughs> so it's like craft mead that they use and he was like and I infused it with this blah 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 and then I put medieval could be the best guess the parliament the parliament and <laughs> and they have a wax top like it's covered in Waxed wax and it. he's like presenting it and it's this fancy drink and blah 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 and they just like totally shut him down and they're like, this is, I forget what they said. I'll, I'll, I'll put the. I'm thinking of a different commercial, but it's definitely they from do, the same They thing. do many of them. Yeah, there's many. Yeah. The I'll one I was thinking, they like, the guy sitting next to him, like obviously like another dude was like pouring him a craft beer and he's like, man, I made it myself. It really has this aroma and it has the mouth feel. And like they were talking about yeah. all this stuff and the king was like. And then he, every time he'd go to drink it, they'd be like, no, 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 listen, smell the aroma. And, like, he was just, like, really confused. He kept, like, trying to drink it. And they were like, no, really? That's and actually kind of funny. I know. It was kind of funny. And then he, he was like, okay, I tried. And he puts it down. And he's like, I'll take a Bud Light. Oh, like, and really? someone brings him something. He's like, beer for the many, not for the few. Yeah, they say beer for the many, not for the few. So, I mean, just they're trying real hard. It's fine. Um, so Basically, I mean... No shame. That's 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 your jam. They're funny. They're funny. You gotta be able to make fun of yourself. My so boyfriend then, drinks Coors. Coors Light. No, oh, goodness gracious. Coors Banquet. Actually, I feel like Coors is more respectable <laughs> as far as a company because it, I don't know. I feel like you can see you can go. They're in Colorado. The Colorado water. It's just really funny. There's always Coors in the in the fridge, and you're like, get the fuck out of here. Um, okay, so here <laughs> is the response. So if you guys know about that. Here is the response. Is a video. Don't be silly, silly. I think we can. Re- I think we can play this without getting in trouble, right? Because it's on. Um, we'll post by Beer Company, Bad Sons Beer Company. It's fifty-seven seconds. Good evening, my Oops, let me try. Your dinner options for the are as follows. Option number one is a very common dish in the kingdom: cabbage, served with the kingdom's most widely produced ale, giving notes of. Uh, liquid Kelly hasn't seen this yet. It's good. 
Option number two is a farm-raised, grass-fed, dry-aged porterhouse steak paired with a Bad Sons double IPA lupified made with the freshest water in the valley, CTZ hops, Centennial, and Citra. The choice is yours. Don't be silly, silly. You heard the queen. Off with that rubbish. Take him to the cage of suffering. Don't be silly, silly. Drink craft. <laughs> I mean, Bud Light has a little bit more money for their production. Thank you, Bad Sons Brewing, for that. That was but, awesome. But it was kind of, it's kind of funny. So I will post a link to that as well. So I think that's kind of funny with all of the um, beer ads that are coming up right now to like have a response to that. And you'll see that a lot during the Super Bowl. They're like, they're fun. There's a lot of times it's be Super really entertaining. Super Bowl commercials and halftime are the only thing I've ever watched. To ever? be very honest. Really? To be brutally I mean, honest. I've watched other stuff. I'll do it if like I have a, a like a big group of people and, and it's kind of fun to party, but I'm, I'm going to have more fun memory. doing crafts. I've been to like a Super Bowl festival or festival. I've been to a Super Bowl party like every year ever, but I have no memory at all of the game or who was playing any of the years. Just Missy Elliott. I just don't understand. I like, I just don't, I honestly, I'm sorry guys. I just am not a sports person. I like watch and I, my eyes glaze over <laughs> and I'm like, there's people are running and then they're running the other way. <laughs> and there's something, someone's throwing something. <laughs> I'm just like, what? Yeah, Why are they doing I've that? Never, I've never, I've never played football. Mikey's so parents like were hard. quizzing me. Oh yeah, they're See, sports people. Really? They, we were, we went and watched a game the other day at Eureka, and they were like, "Okay, Kelly, <laughs> if this happens this many times, how many points is that?" And I was like, "Um," <laughs> and they were like laughing at me. They're like, "You're so cute." <laughs> <laughs> it's like. It's so <laughs> no, they're just gonna have to accept me for who I, I am. I think it's cool that everyone gets together and like it's it's a cool thing. The community just, part doesn't of it's be, awesome. Doesn't have to be our jam. I only watched Pink last sing last year. Didn't even know that Pink sang last year. Me neither. Year. Didn't know that. Where was I? I, I was here. <laughs> my dad was the only watch. one who tried to. Yeah. <laughs> my dad was the only one who tried to um, really get the Super Bowl because he loved football too. But we just we also like not having TVs here. So that's. That's our jam. Okay, so that's some craft beer news. You guys, you've heard about this too. We're not gonna get into the rights or wrongs of this at all. We're just gonna tell you how this affects us. Um, yes. So the government shutdown, uh, that how it's affecting craft breweries, actually, it's pretty interesting. And I don't know if a lot of you guys know this. The, um, it's called the TTB, what's that stand for? Tobacco. Or Tobacco Tax and Trade Bureau. Okay, is is basically what governs us all, and and we have to get our we had to be approved by them just to open up, and we have to anytime we release a beer, bottle it, and then sell it in stores. Yeah, we have to get our labels approved before we bottle a beer. So, you know that's why growlers are so easy because we can just put what you know we don't have to get a whole label approved for that. We can just put it in there but bottles last longer and they can go further and they can reach bigger audience if you have so if people had like a that. planned bottle release yeah and they were still in the earlier points in the process and just going through that that means that everything that they were trying to do just got delayed by 
what are we at? In, Over a month indefinite, now. It's indefinite right now, you yeah. know, because they're, so they were saying that, this guy so was saying in December. So this is throwing us off a bit. We, so, we're losing traction. Yeah, and so you're not able, and that doesn't hurt, that doesn't help the craft beer industry if they're trying to. If to us, it doesn't affect us because we don't distribute our stuff like that. But if we, so we're, we're trying to move locations right yeah. now, and if we were a little further along, and things like if we had something that we were trying to do and get through like we might have a hard time right now so like yeah. if there's breweries that are trying to like get through parts of a process where it's time sensitive yeah i mean i think that's probably off. true of a lot of different places that yeah. are governed by that but specific specifically this is how Since it's we're talking about the beer. craft beer world and so people who are trying to open for the first time have to be have to be um, approved. So this guy was saying that in December, my permit was marked as review and process. The initial estimate was 80 days for processing from the date of application, which actually would have been January 10th, but the government shut, but with the government shut down, the date is now delayed until who knows when. And so, I mean- That's tough. But that, it, it's gonna inconvenience whoever- It is. Has to do that. But it just but sucks that people are inconvenienced at the moment. That's yeah. how it sucks for us. Yeah. <laughs> and right now we don't, it, when we get a bigger system and when we are bottling and when we are, you know, it, even at the very least just releasing beers, like we want to bottle our ex-girlfriend so that we can have it always for people who are gluten intolerant, which is the, the gluten-free yeah. IPA. And In order so, for us to service the community, so we need a little bit of help from some people. So we would need we would need then to we, we don't have the labels approved for that yet. So we would design the label, then we would have to submit it in, and they would approve it. So um, it's always been an issue of time with that. Like how quickly can you get a label turned around? That's when you go to craft beer conferences. That's what they're talking about a lot of the time. TTB and the ABC and everything. And so um, so that's just something that people have to think about. What else? What else? What else are we doing? Oh, you know what I wanted to talk about that wasn't just on this? Hold tell on. me. I don't tell you. <laughs> Why don't you tell me, Noelle? I think this is so interesting, Kelly. Tell me what you think about this. So as you guys probably know, if you've been looking at this for a while, or if you haven't, this is Beer and Brewing Magazine. I subscribe to it because I think it's just interesting to look through what's happening and it kind of inspires us sometimes and jogs our brain a little bit. But I was looking through it and I thought this was such a... She's petting, she's <laughs> petting just, the stainless uh, steel, you know. I have a stainless fetish. <laughs> I think we all do here. Um, so, there's this editor's pick section, and I thought... You, what? what? Oh, <laughs> sorry. Someone's respond. someone's saying things on here. Um, the editor's pick's on here. The, there's a Burt's Beer Baster Hop Concentrate. So you can make your beer hoppy if it's not hoppy? Yeah. So that what's happening? Yep. So, uh, he shot back a few use, uh, da, 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 da. He was understanding. understanding what each individual hop variety tastes like by adding to a neutral beer, the Midwest wedding uh, case where you're just stuck drinking beer you don't want to drink. <laughs> so so if you go to a, to a wedding where people are obviously not beer people, you can just sneak one of these in your in your pocket or they are beer people they're just not your like they're the domestic but how funny would that be to take your shitty big beer and just boop, and not then a lot of flavor big beer pop it up and then put hops in it 
And so um, you can add some interesting flavor to it. And of course, the home, in the homebrewer's case, adding hops flavor without all the vegetable matter that absorbs and robs you of the precious home. It clogs stuff, all that stuff, because hops are, there's a lot of matter with it. Yeah. Thanks for the feed, but I'd rather go now. You too. Thanks, Thomas. Like he's far away. Bye. We were halfway through that sentence. Where were we? <laughs> Sorry. And robs you of the precious, well, I was kind of, kind of, we don't need to read that whole entire sentence. So, like, the homebrewers don't have to put the hot matter in it. Yeah. I mean, like, they have, the actual hops themselves have a quality that you, or, like, the leaves of them and not the lupulin, you get uh, flavors that aren't exactly oh, what like you're looking stronger. for. So, that's why, like, people are going to, like, the cryo and all the stuff where you're just taking the lupulin. You're just, just taking the yellow the oils. part of the hop cone. Yeah, so just getting the good stuff without all the it vegetable kind of looks like pollen on the inside. Um, but you can also then use this if you're trying to just taste different types of hot, like hot oh, cool. concentrates. How many varieties they have, I wonder? I don't know yet, but I kind of, I, I, I like, hop on I really, it says hop concentrate. Yeah, but what hop? Oh, what hop? It might say on the back. Maybe. But I just think that's really interesting. Huh. Would you use that? Here's another thing that I think is pretty interesting for homebrewers. Proper starter. It's a wort. So, okay, so when you brew beer, you're taking grain. So, if you're a homebrewer, you know about this. If you're not, we'll just kind of really quickly say this. If you're a homebrewer, you can use um, malt, which is already the sugars that are taken. It's like a malt syrup. The sugars are already taken out so that you don't have to, like, take real grain and grind it up and then extract the sugars and do all that process. But for, for us, you know, um, breweries, we take whole grain most yep. of the time, like except for our, our gluten free one, we use um, sorghum. We use syrups for syrup. yeah, yeah, for gluten free, and <clears throat> and then you mill it, and then you get the sugars out of it. Well, it just cracks it, it just crushes it, so crushes that we can it. access all the goodies. Get on the all the little sugars, and then the heat. You know, we're basically like making a tea out of it to get all the sugars out then we boil it and then we have to add the hops and all this stuff and then we cool it down and then we pitch the yeast and so this little can is almost like so it's it's so you can make a yeast starter it's a clean it's a clean little bit of wort for you yeah and that's interesting what oh porter's like what else should we say i thought that was pretty interesting i'm gonna flip through this there's not, there's not that much, like, news. It's all stories. It's stories of, um, it's, like, long stories about breweries in Alaska, and there's some cool facts about, like, what I wish I knew as a, what I wish I knew as a home brewer now that I'm a professional brewer. Sanitize every freaking thing ever, always. Um, so we have two more things in the news situation. We talked about this last week a little bit, but there's... A brewery in Alaska trying to get rid of flights, so you don't taste, you don't get a taste of any of the beers. You the the smallest taste you can get is by purchasing a five ounce, which is this, a full of one of these, a five ounce of a beer because they don't believe that you can properly taste a beer by just getting a sip. You know what's funny about that? <laughs> right after we talked about that, I was working in the tasting room, and someone came in. And I was like, oh, would you like a taste of that before they ordered it? Because I, I personally would like for everybody to taste a beer before they order it because I want to make sure that they love it. Yeah. And he was like, no, I don't really think you can, like, get a proper 
read on a beer just by taste. And I was like, weird. Yeah, I was like, we that totally was attracted just him. what we talked about. That totally so attracted funny. him. Well, that's totally, and that's fine. And if you want to do that, but I don't think that like, personally, I good for them. I'm glad they're doing it. And if that's. Well, I agree with that. I just feel like. I feel like if I'm not gonna like a beer, I'm gonna be able to understand if I'm if I like really don't like a beer, I'll be able to tell that the first taste I yeah. have. Yeah, you can like, like I'm, you can know. I mean, you're not gonna be able to understand it fully by just a small taste, no. but but if I'm like if I smell a beer, I'm like, oh no, <laughs> like immediately like that's helpful, and then yeah. I won't order that beer. And, and if I take a little sip, and I'm like, oh, like that's not what I wanted. So mouth. we had someone yesterday too who was helping me really quickly behind the bar and he Monty! So he just poured like a really like a really tiny 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 of the ex-girlfriend which we always make people taste because it's a gluten-free beer. And I and I actually was like hey and I poured more he's like was that enough? Not enough? And I was like no actually you need more to be able to at least get some flavor otherwise it's just like what was in the lines right there yeah. and it's been sitting there for a moment so you need more. But yeah, so this brewery is saying that they're not doing flights. And if you listened last week, you probably gave your two cents. If you haven't, you didn't listen, let us know how you feel about that. Uh, I think I would go for it. I think I would buy a five ounce of whatever or just, but they don't allow you to do flights. So, cause I would do a flight then. So you can only ounce. do one. <laughs> what? This thing is warped. Do you see it? Oh yeah. A little bubble, a little on, little bubble on it. Funny. Do, 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 do. <laughs> um, imperfections. I, they don't allow you to have flights because they don't want you jumping around from beer to beer. Mm. And that's where we came up with last week. Oh, yeah. Our beer slut sampler. Beer slut sampler. You can have it all. Yeah. And so that's what we're going to call our flights. Because <laughs> you can be a beer slut here if you want to. We won't judge. I mean, we rotate through all of our stuff. We <laughs> want you to be a beer slut a little bit. You know? We rotate. <laughs> yeah. We rotate quite often. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sometimes we try to be PG. <laughs> when do we try? We've been, we've, been, we've been pretty good lately. Have we? About what? No one's been counting how many times you say so the F word. Okay. So that's a, that's a win, Sometimes I guess. Sometimes I feel like a lot, or they just are like, it's too exhausting to do this now. <laughs> <laughs> you one time, Kelly texted me and she said, I, what did what you I say? say? You said, I fucked up. And I was like, "What happened? Because you don't ever use that word." What? And oh, that really? was when you you got you figured it out. Oh yeah, that is so. But funny. I was like, "Oh yeah. dear God, I what happened?" I okay. So cussing is a really new thing in my life, and I love it. <laughs> but so, anyone, so free. Anyone who's known me as like a child slash teenager slash up until very recently knows that I have never really cussed so it's kind of a big deal when I cuss and apparently even though I think I'm cussing a lot now it still is a big deal yeah she said fuck and I fucked up and I was like you really did what happened (laughs) oh my god I'm so scared hold on (sighs) that's so funny I'm glad to know that my words have power there you go see that's what my daddy taught me he said you know there are other words for things Learn, learn some vocabulary. And I was like, that's a really good point. That means when I use the word fuck, it means it. It holds a lot. Which is kind of cool. That is cool. Oh, it's kind of cool. I like, I like, I like oh, when wait, I'm not bubbly. When I'm, when I, I don't get mad a lot. So when I get mad, then you know that I'm like, 
something math because it like has to get yeah. to a certain point for me to get she mad. doesn't get mad and that's how my dad that's how my dad was like when my dad got mad it was like we it's like a up. volcano erupting yeah it, was, it he didn't even like he would just kind of like put his foot down and be like no and and then you would be like oh <gasps> shit like you really listened because it didn't he didn't get mad about a lot of stuff so that's the power i'm gonna hold i'm gonna still say fuck a lot but it's like art coming from kelly because it's so unique and rare <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) She she figured it out, so really it was okay. What's that? Oh yeah. So this is the last one we're going to talk about because Kelly has to open, and you know you guys can come in and drink beer here with us. With me. Get off this live feed and come see us in real life. Is what I'm saying. Get the fuck off it. So (laughs) this is interesting because the Brewers Association comes up with the definition of craft beer. So we're all part of this craft beer group. And you can't be, basically it's so that you can have breweries that are that are independent, small, community oriented for yeah. the most part. And that they're not like big ones that have big bank conglomerate <laughs> things that are, you know, that you know that it's actually like a brewery you can somehow connect to. And I think that's, that's craft beer. So they had a definition and they've just changed it up a little bit. So that is um, interesting. I was just going to say this to you. What the, they changed it up to actually Wait, can is, we read the... Yeah, let me, let me find where it actually said So it. they changed the actual definition of a craft brewery. So, but I'll tell you what the definition, the difference is. But here, an American craft brewery is a small and independent brewer. One, it's small. It's annual production of 6 million barrels. That makes me sad. Ah. That makes me so sad. It's a small production of 6 million barrels. Um, An annual production of 6 million barrels of beer or less, approximately 3% of the U.S. uh, annual sales. Beer production is attributed to a a brewer according to rules of alternating proprietorships. Um, Two, it's independent. Less than 20% of the craft brewery is owned or controlled or equivalent economic interest, whatever, this is just their fancy little things, by uh, a beverage alcohol industry member that is not itself a craft brewer. So, uh... So we are actually a craft brewery. These people, I feel like this definition shouldn't even... Like, this it's is very stupid. broad. But like, the reason why they're... Hi, Matt. That's interesting. Like, you can still cut... You can still, like, get a ton of funding from a major corporation and produce way more beer than any actual like small craft brewery could handle and you'd still be considered craft beer yeah so the reason though and we can talk about this the reason why they kind of they're trying to keep one brewery within the craft beer oh, okay so because it, they are they have been Ooh. craft beer at sam adams <laughs> so i actually think sam adams because it they make up four percent of it and it would be a huge hit to the craft brewery. so they don't qualify anymore no, they make four percent of they make up four percent of the craft brewery world right now. So if we lost them, we would lose five. Not, okay, that's, not that's, the U.S. Yeah. annual yeah. sales, but the craft beer yes. annual mm-hmm. sales. Okay. So and then this is the one that's changed the most. It's a brewer, so they have to have a TTB, which we talked about before, uh, Tobacco and Trade Bureau. Brewers notice and makes beer. So this is the biggest thing that has changed because there's so many craft breweries out there, and we're having to evolve with the times. A lot of brewer, big brewery companies or, brewer, or craft brewery companies are, even smaller craft brewery companies, are making non-beer. So we can't make non-beer under the license that we have. 
but we could be a craft brewery that makes beer and then we have like a type 75 license so then we which means we'd have to have a restaurant but then we could also have alcohol could we produce liquor, something else uh yeah liquor i'm sorry hard alcohol and then there's different licenses you can get in that company we could probably go off under our company so and you have to like wine wait, somewhere employ else. a brewer is that what that means? So we, we have to, they they before said that you have to make 50% of your sales oh, has okay. to be craft beer. Gotcha. To be a craft brewery. Interesting. Now they got rid of that. So huh. like Sam Adams, they're making beer with, um, so da 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 da. Anyone has that TTB brewers notice meaning they're legally allowed to brew and who actually makes beer. Though this definition may, may be seem obvious, under the old definition, to qualify as a craft brewer, the majority of your business had to be traditional beer as opposed to things like oh, flavored malt beverages or cider. Now, even if um, producing beer is your side gig, you can still be in the club. So, um, they're saying... They're the, saying the new definition has two major impacts. First, the change brings more producers into the fold. Approximately 60 small brewers were kept out of the craft brewer data set due to the 50% traditional requirement, mostly due to wine or mead production. Okay. Mead. Oh, we wanted to do that. So we could do that, but we couldn't sell mead under our roof without a restaurant. Legally, we cannot do that. When we first opened, and you'll see this sometimes randomly and weird, like it's like tucked away in weird parts of res- websites and stuff that still say that um, we make mead. We we mead. But when we applied for our license, we said, we're making mead, we want to have mead. And they said, yeah, go for it. And then they le- they realized later, oh, we didn't know. And now we uh, figured out that mead is actually under wine. So we could get a wine license and make mead, but it would have to have a delineated area. And we couldn't sell it here in our tasting room unless we had a bona fide restaurant. So that's like a full menu costs a lot of money takes a lot just, just a lot a it? lot a lot there's so many little intricacies so we actually wanted to make mead yeah basically for anyone wondering why we don't sell things that we don't sell it's because we can't not because we don't want to because we get a lot of people being like why can't you make this why don't you sell this can you make this i'd really like to have this sometime we're like yeah. we cannot do it no, we can't. so not because we don't like you guys and we don't want to impress you and make you stuff that makes you happy is because yeah. we literally legally are not allowed but i did find <laughs> out after looking at the rules a little bit more closely we are allowed to have wine or cider anything under the wine license it can't be hard alcohol but we can have all of that if it's a private party we can't advertise for it it has to be in a delineated area so if you rent out our place for uh so we can't like event, sell tickets or something no and it's just like if you rent our, our place for your we rent out our place you can bachelor party you you can either bring wine in and we'd have a corkage fee or you we can we work with some of our um local wineries and we can then provide the wine for you there interesting there you go. Yeah, so if you're really into it and you love our space, but you also have people who like wine, that's a little loophole you have. Too many stinking ridiculous rules. I understand. We agree. I know a lot of them that were made, like in the beginning, social media was a big deal yep. because it was an outdated law meant to protect the small guys from people like, you know, the big, the big beer companies coming in with a lot of money and being like, if you only put our beer on tap, we'll give you all of this stuff. So you're not allowed to give anyone like something of value. So we couldn't even mention if a they place can, can sell our beer, we are not allowed to promote them on social media. Still? 
I haven't looked at it lately. I think it's been less of an issue, but it was definitely a big issue in the <laughs> beginning because they hadn't had enough time, and it takes a lot to change that rule. The rule was meant to protect us. I know some but big it breweries will, like, bigger breweries will, like, pay to build out your tap system if you have, like, yeah. four out of the six taps be their beer. From what I understand, that's not legal. But that I'd used to be a thing if it's not anymore, though. Yeah. Interesting. And so, I mean, they, they can do that. So that's why it's protecting the small guys. So that because they we couldn't possibly compete with someone saying, we like... We can't pay to have... Yeah, have all that stuff. So no way. It was, it was meant to protect us, but there are a lot of rules, and it just takes a long time to change the rules, and times are changing. They made the rules. They didn't think about social media, so that was something of value and all this stuff. But basically, they said... Um, there, this, 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 the second impact of the change is that it will also keep some major players from un- being unintentionally kicked out. Specifically, the Boston Beer Company, producer of Sam Adams, but also a number of non-beer products like Angry Orchards and Twisted Tea, has come dangerously close to having beer account for less than percent, 50% of their millions of barrels of booze production. Interesting. Needless to say, losing Boston Beer Company as a craft brewer, brewer would mean a huge producer leaving the BA's, uh, the Brewers Association's data set, but with this adjustment to the craft definition, the Boston beer company can now produce other products to its heart's content without losing their beer cred interesting my friend owner come she put it guest beers a on. friend owner confusion she may not have the same license that we have that's this just it's it it's all depending come on come in license, and ask me I, I have talked to the especially since we have to move and i've been like i've talked to the abc about all this stuff oh people have different licenses than us like a pub that has that doesn't manufacture their beer has a whole different set of rules. Yeah. Than we do. If you manufacture your beer, then we're that's under. But what we we're can doing. only sell what we make in house. Yeah. And then if we were to have like uh, we were looking at maybe possibly having a Type seventy five license so that we then could have like we could have a curated selection of uh, tequila and whiskey. But we, we would love to do that. But we can't do that without a restaurant. And a restaurant is a crazy thing to, to take on. It has to be a bona fide restaurant. Which is like a whole other definition. It's not just like throw a few things together. It has like a full menu of stuff. And that yeah. is a whole other thing to take on. Yeah. Yeah. It's confusing. It's, it's confusing. We don't like but, it. I mean, I've looked at it enough now that I understand it. But I may not have the best time like explaining it to you. <laughs> but I'll be able to answer questions if you have any questions. But that's... That's interesting. I think that's the biggest part of the news is that the craft beer definition has changed. So, so that's craft beer news right now. You guys, does anyone have any questions or comments or things that you want to talk about also, before if, Kelly starts to open? If you want us to talk about anything in next week's episode yeah. or in future episodes yeah. or whatever, just comment on here or... Or if you know someone you think would be cool to interview, we're going to uh, reach out to some of the really small breweries in town and do that. Uh, we're just going to have to go to their location, so it's going to take a little bit more coordination. Yeah. So but. we'll definitely do that. If there's anyone specific that you want us to interview, yeah, let us know. If you have a question about a part of the brewing process or something involving a license... If you're a brewery that might be watching our Do you guys have any questions about us moving or anything like that? I have a bunch of answers. Don't just speculate and spread rumors. You can just come in and talk to me. Also, I'm we're here still here. Yeah, we're still here. Let people know. We're still open. We're pouring and beer we are today. on continuing. I shall come in and ask questions this weekend, and I may or may not be inebriated on craft <laughs> beer. From, yeah, great. That sounds good. <laughs> to what? To what? 
healthy to a healthy like respectable safe you're not driving level legal level where we'll serve you water yeah because we're responsible. <laughs> we're responsible people. Anyway. This Matt, is I would love to see you. At the bar with Bang the Drum. Yeah. You guys, if you uh, like this, comment. If you don't like it, tell us how we could do it better. But don't be a dick. still don't be a dick. It's true. And um, <laughs> <laughs> that's like life. You can say a lot of things without being a dick. Just like sit, think, say mold. Say need to say. And then, then say it. <laughs> Hope when you move, you keep the same vibe, this wonderful little place. We, we have to. We can't move without keeping the same vibe. Oh, what's that thing? The three, like, things to consider before making a statement. It's like, is it true? Is it kind? Is it honest? Mm-hmm. Do is that. it true and honest, though? Is it true? Or is it kind? Is it honest? There's another one. What is it? Is it necessary? Is it necessary? I don't know. <laughs> Share, comment, tell us what you want next week. Um, if you make it to the end of this video and you wouldn't weren't watching us live, say something because yeah. holy man. Oh, we have some fun also, shows happening in February. If um if you want to try to find us on some kind of podcast. She's got you. I'm trying to get us on all the podcasts just we have, apparently we have to record five of them. We have to record five of them to get on like the podcast thing, but we're already on Spotify. Which is awesome, because I listen to Spotify. I don't know about you. Anyway. Yeah, that's an easy one. It's good talking to you guys. Coming in and drink a beer. Coming in and drink a beer. Oh, yeah, if you make it to the end of this this video, then then comment and let us know, because I'm curious. Like, this is a lot of video to watch if you just stumbled upon this on Facebook, because people are just usually scrolling. So if you do, let us know, because I want to know when someone does that. It's impressive. It's It's impressive. I feel like we need to talk to you in person. Anyway. Okay. Bye, you guys. See you next Tuesday. That's the right. I think it's still recording. Okay. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Oh, he, that's Porter says hi. All right, buddy. We did. We're done with that part. Yep. He was yelling with us. I'm Noel. I'm Kelly. And this is at, at the bar thing drum. We didn't do the hands thing this I time. Bar- I know we always put our hands up and at like do spirit fingers. fingers when we say that. We're also doing it on Instagram because I'm using an old phone. We're doing it and all we're today. doing podcasts. So Facebook Live, Instagram Live, podcasting. We're getting it done, guys. So today we are going to talk about extreme brews. Cheers, by the way. Okay, got let's do, do that first. Woo. Um, we're going to talk about extreme brews because the craft beer, you think our beer is weird. There's some weird ass beer out there. Just saying. Um, all extreme beers because the craft beer industry is really cool and it's kind of built on innovating and creating your own styles, but people just kind of like, um, Dogfish Head is one of them that yeah. they are like, they're Always. extreme beers. So he's kind of saying it's hard to find that white space. So And the extreme beer festival was just happening There's on ex- the first and second oh, of really? this month. How do you even know that? Just receiving information. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we're going to talk about the weirdest beers out there. And if you guys please comment before or after that this is um, posted, um, if you guys have any input on, well, beers that you think might are extreme that you would want someone to try or beers that you've tasted that are really extreme, please tell us about it. Like Rogue's Sriracha Beer. It's just it's freaking weird. Just weird. It's I mean, weird. if you tasted it, if you tasted any of these, let us know. So, Not yeah. saying it's bad. Just saying it's weird. It's just, yeah. I mean, 
we do yerba mate. Well, I'll tell you one that pepper. There's one weird one that we did that's close to one of the, the these. But we do like weird adjuncts. We haven't really done like super strange. So there's some strange, <laughs> strange, strange things out there. Anyways, so first we're going to go over what beers are on tap right now. Bang the drum. By the way, if you guys are not in San Luis Obispo, our brewery is in San Luis Obispo. We're in San Luis Obispo, and, California. And Central she's Coast. the head brewer. And I'm the owner. And this is what we're doing right now. <laughs> I've never said that before. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Oh, See, that's Porter says hi. All right, buddy. We did, we're done with that part. Yep. He was yelling with us. I'm Noel. I'm Kelly. And this is At, at the Bar Bang Drum. We didn't do the hands thing this I time. Bar- I know. We always put our hands up and at like the, the spirit bang fingers when we say that. We're also doing it on Instagram because I'm using an old phone. We're doing it And all we're today. doing podcasts. So Facebook Live, Instagram Live, podcasting. We're getting it done, guys. So today we are going to talk about extreme brews. Cheers, by the way. Okay. Gotta Let's do, do that first. Woo. Um, we're going to talk about extreme brews because the craft beer, you think our beer is weird. There's some weird ass beer out there. Just saying. Um, all extreme beers because the craft beer industry is really cool and it's kind of built on innovating and creating your own styles, but people just kind of like, um, Dogfish Head is one of them that yeah. they are like, they're Always. extreme beers. So he's kind of saying it's hard to find that white space. So And the extreme beer festival was just happening There's on ex- the first and second oh, of really? this month. I didn't even know that. Just receiving information. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, we're going to talk about the weirdest beers out there. And if you guys please comment before or after that this is um, posted, um, if you guys have any input on, well, beers that you think might are extreme that you would want someone to try or beers that you've tasted that are really extreme, please tell us about it. Like Rogue's Sriracha Beer. It's just it's freaking weird. Just weird. Just I mean, weird. if you tasted it, if you tasted any of these, let us know. So I'm yeah. saying it's bad. Just saying it's weird. It's just yeah. I mean, we do yerba mate. Well, I'll tell you one that pepper. There's one weird one that we did that's close to one of the, the these. But we do like weird adjuncts. We haven't really done like super strange. So there's some strange, <laughs> strange, strange things out there. Anyways, so first we're going to go over what beers are on tap right now. Bang the drum. By the way, if you guys are not in San Luis Obispo, our brewery is in San Luis Obispo. We're in San Luis Obispo, California. And and she's the head brewer. And I'm the owner. And this is what we're doing right now. (laughs) I've never said that before. Wow. There we go. So, let's move on. (laughs) Okay, you guys, what is the weirdest beer you've ever tasted? Me? Right, right off the top. Do you think of the mm. weirdest beer that you've ever tasted? I mean, the Sriracha beer was the first one that came to my mind. That was a weird beer. The Sriracha beer, did you have it? I had it at Rogue once when I was in Portland. And do you remember what it tastes like? I really don't, which is <laughs> kind of funny. It wasn't that extreme then. Sometimes the idea is a little bit more extreme than the flavor. I've ha- I mean, I've had a habanero beer that was, like, like hot. Like, oh. th- yeah. Wait. Sculpin. Habanero Sculpin is what I've had no. before. This and was it was, like, culture. you're not going to taste anything after this. I think oh, at Culture Brewing they did habanero? I think it was habanero. It was a pepper, for sure. Super hot. I love culture. Yeah. I it mean, was just a little hot for me. I was like, I don't 
feel beer in Well, my mouth. and that's the thing that you kind of have to play <laughs> with here is like some people are, they're saying here, these extreme beers, you still have to remember you're making beer. Mm-hmm. And, but I like the, the heat. I just wouldn't be able to taste anything after. That was the thing. Having like, that. So having before a beer after point beer, you're like. Out. I got it. I'm just going to say like before. <laughs> <laughs> Before the buyout. B, 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 oh. Before buyout. Before buyout. BBO. <laughs> I had it, and you can't really taste anything else. So, uh, but I still enjoyed it, and I would have had it again because it kind of has this, like, ooh to your taste buds. Ooh. ooh wake up, taste buds. So, I got this again. I get a lot of my my ideas just bruising, browsing this guy. Bruising, browsing? Bruising, browsing. And uh, it's a continuing uh, evolution, elevation, evolution of extreme <laughs> beer. I have had coffee today. Me too. Um, and it's just basically like the, we have this and then we'll go and look at our internet finds. But uh, here are a few ones that this this article was talking about. Uh, ocean beer. So there have been some beers that have been found in shipwrecks that have been kind of preserved because it's really what? cold down there. So they taste it. And one of these guys from... Uh, Cape the, Town, South Africa. Drifter, Drifter Brewing Company wanted to do that so he was like this is going to be the perfect shipwreck beer yeah that is the perfect so way to cool. kind of age a beer so they made uh i think it was a belgian triple and they put it 150 feet below the surface of the water and they aged it for about a year Holy crap so they they said because of the cold temperatures it helps slow the secondary fermentation and it also the currents move the bottles around so it kind of still weird the, everything's kind of still staying in suspension oh i when you said that i was thinking like this was going to be like another like dogfish head style story like like they found these beers in the shipwreck and then they recreated it oh, based they, yeah, on the ingredients. <laughs> There's those stories too. Yeah. <laughs> no, but they decided to then age the beers underneath like that. I think that's pretty cool. And oh, um, and he said, oh, and also because of the depth, the UV rays, kind of um, anything that will hurt and create light, create light struck, which we have learned is also skunk flavor. You can get that in the Corona, like, basically. Like all the beers that aren't in the bottles that are like green or clear. Amber. Um, so, yeah, that creates kind of like a skunk flavor. It's actually weirdly exactly how it tastes and smells. It's, it's, it's just ha- like, like if you, if you've ever like just had a Corona without a lime, that like flavor, it's, our- <laughs> that's kind of what it is. <laughs> um, hi Zach. Did you see what Doug said? Beerfest started as the slow extreme beerfest where we mostly had 6 to 11% beers at... Oh my God! Doug says that the it's San Luis Obispo Craft Beer Festival used to be the Slow Extreme Beer Festival. That's pretty freaking cool. I didn't know that. Thanks for letting us know. I remember seeing that. It was extreme. You know what's so I weird too? I I've seen the Slow Craft Beer Festival like sticker when I I can't remember where it was, but when we were traveling or something. Oh, funny. Oh no, it was so. Um, John was making like the 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 platform for the car ride. Okay, and he yeah, was yeah. looking up other people who had done a platform for their. Um, oh my gosh, what does he have? What What's element? An element. Oh, <laughs> and he was looking it up, and someone had the extreme beer fest, and I knew it was a slow craft beer fest because it has Yay. the same logo. So weird. Back when it was the vet's hall, I really liked it when it was at the vet's hall. I still like it now. It's my favorite craft beer festival. Um, festival. Festival. I don't know why I talked <laughs> that way. I'm so sorry. Hi, Mom. This is so cool. This is a great... 
doing uh so he was saying this and i thought it was kind of cool to note um doing projects like this keeps the brewers excited and passionate about the industry and like as you can say like kelly gets to play around a lot so she doesn't often get bored like maybe a lot of people would because when you're making the same style beer on a big system where you have to press buttons and it's It's just like the same thing like there's less um there's less of your energy in it and so when they get to do fun stuff like this it's kind of yeah it's exciting um, so this kind of reminded me, Libertine did a beer with, uh, ocean water. Have you, did you have I kinda that one? Thought, I kind of thought, no, with I mean. The sea she- was it the Sea Shepherd? I don't want to say this wrong. I think it was that. I don't know what it was called, but I do remember that. And like people have used local yeast for their, their yeah. stuff. And there's another one in here where the, someone used the yeast from their beer. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, that was, I just that like that weirded out. too? I forget who did that. I mean, probably people have done these Beard over, like, East. some of them that aren't that weird. Hey, girls, it's been a while. Hope you're good. We're doing good. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> we are good, actually. <laughs> it is rainy right now. Can you hear it? If you could hear it, that'd be so funny. We have, like, a, not a tin roof. What is it? Corrugated, Corrugated. metal. Yeah. I don't know tin? what it's made of. I don't know. Basically, the roof's made of metal, so when it rains Corrugated, in here, I think, is it's just the waves. very loud. In the best way. Yeah, and like, a, yeah, because you want to hear that. Porter is just like staring out the window Nobody like the like saddest puppy the dog. Do you want to go out, bud? Do you want to go play in the puddles? Okay, here's the other beer. Here, I've never heard of this before. Okay. It's a tree beer. I was just looking at that picture and I got really excited. For those of you who are listening and not watching this, it's basically oh, a, a trunk idea. of a tree that is carved out in mm-hmm. the center and then they use it, or like carved out like a trough. And then they, it looks like they're transferring down it. Yeah. So it's uh, it's from the, uh, it's in Liberty Lake, Washington. The Head and Mother Brewery has been making beers originally inspired by a colonial recipe in which ale was served over pine branches by incorporating a chainsaw and a flamethrower. What? So they brewed a Saison and then they cut down a nearby, uh, tree and then they used um it was a skinny ponderosa and they used a canola oil lubricated electric chail chainsaw cut a canal um or, or luge a luge from, oh, okay from That's top to, to bottom they uh lined the canal with the tree's needles then uh run the beer from the hot side through the canal into a filter before it's pumped back into the brew kettle. Oh, I was wondering that how they kept this so sanitary because cool. I was like, I hope you're not transferring from the hot side to the cold side this way because when you're on the hot side, you can you can take a lot of things. You're gonna burn it. You're gonna boil off. So basically, that's bad. they like they take this beer and then they move it through all of this yumminess and then they take just the liquid out and then they boil it so it's all sanitized. So but here's the other thing: is they take that. They, they transfer this through and then, like, put it back into the boil. But while that's happening, all those little pines, they do take a, a torch and they, like, burn it. So it creates this, like, extra flavor, like... Like, while it's moving, pine. they're, like, yeah. scorching this yeah, stuff? Yeah, I... That is I, extreme. It's extreme. I think that's a good way to say that. I mean... Does this bottle have barnacles on it? Oh, is that fake? Did they Ocean just do that with Photoshop? Because that would be rad if it actually had barnacles on it. Oh, if it act- Well, maybe it's the bottle. I don't know if she's talking about this. Sorry. This is from the other one. <laughs> from, that, from the shipwreck beer we were talking about from Drifter. So, yeah, they blasted the needles with propane-powered flamethrower to get some additional intense flavor in the final product. Uh... When you go to the far extreme of beers these days, there are some that are just straight up bad, he was saying, because, like, you you need to be able to taste the beer. Yeah. 
And there are some where you can't taste the beer, where it's just so much whatever that like. is. I mean, but you get to do whatever you want to do, and if people like it, they like it. True. Sounds like applause. Really? Wait, why do you really? The rain, there's a comment on uh, Facebook Live that said, it sounds like an applause in there when it rains. Oh, funny. So it's like. Oh, that kind of does. Thank you. Thank oh you, my rain. gosh. Thank you <laughs> so much. Um, yeah. So he was saying, no matter how, how extreme it is, I, I think that's good to think of the balance so that you can still yes. taste the beer. Because I think at the end of the day, most people want it to taste more like beer. You'll have a few yeah. people who don't want it to as much like yeah. I think people like our our gluten-free beer because it doesn't taste a lot like beer it tastes like a uh, sake like a something. sake beer we say that I mean and it is technically beer it is but technically they, beer but it doesn't taste I don't think it tastes a lot like beer we don't do that to be extreme we just do that because we want people to have a, a beer that is made entirely with gluten-free ingredients yep. and People seem to like it. Yeah. I mean, but we also yeah, I mean, do have beer. this is a technical term. Thank you, Zach. We have beer that tastes I learned like this in beer, beer school. that is also gluten-reduced. Yeah. For but those of you who want like a beer That gluten-reduced, not gluten-free. We but can't call it gluten-free because we don't have each batch tested. But if we were to have it tested, it would be, it would be 10 to 20 parts oh. per million, which is technically gluten-free legally gluten-free but our gluten-free ex-girlfriend is actually made with no no gluten products put on its own line that only has that beer so anyways moving on what's the next beer uh oh there's i was just kind of underlining oh it's oh here i think some some beers i'm just saying a tree beer is labor intensive but it makes for interesting tech and classic styles it's a great visual story as you can see that's like pretty cool to watch it's really rad um but i was kind of thinking that because we've done a lot of interesting beers like the story of one, oh, we made the Adonis this summer. Oh, yeah. The strawberry wheat beer. And, it's most labor and a couple of beer. us went out there and actually picked from an organic farm. Um, Jim, he's awesome, the owner of the farm. He went out there and showed us exactly how to pick them. Like, oh my gosh, spoiled strawberries. Never want them from the store ever again. And then we squeeze them by hand yeah. in a mesh bag to get just the juice. It's a lot of work, but it's a cool story sometimes. Yeah. And the juice to sanitize it. Yeah. And I think having like organic fresh strawberries really did make a difference. Yeah. But even having in season fresh strawberries makes a difference. Yeah. Even if it's not just like, oh, picked at that perfect within like within a few hours of being perfectly ripe. It makes this pop. It's amazing. And the cool thing about being a nano brewery, because mm-hmm. we're technically nano, that's nano. how tiny we are, tiny, guys. Tiny, not micro nano. Yeah. Um, our beer is always fresh. So usually, usually with almost all of our beers, when it's put on tap, like the Adonis goes super fast. So I brew it a week and a half, two weeks later, whenever things done and we've squeezed the strawberries and everything's like carbonated and stuff, it's on tap and for there for you. Yeah. We go through beer really quickly, so it's always going to be as fresh as it possibly can be. So our IPAs are always like, just like you want them, right on tap. fresh. Fresh as yes. Fresh in AF. case you didn't know this. Hops do not age well. Hops, they do not. <laughs> um, CP Drummer says on Instagram, so excited to be back and slow in a couple of weeks for stopping the drum. All caps. Woo! Thanks, CP Drummer. Let us know when that happens. <laughs> Give us a message because we can, like, one of us can be here or if we're around, we'll come in and say hi. Next one. Oh, Next so this is not as extreme, but it's interesting because, and we'll go to more extreme beers. Um, Sa- Sam. Caglione. Caglione. Is it Caglione or Caglione? Caglione. Cali- oh, why I do I not know how to life? see, see I, that? I don't know. Okay, oh, yeah, because you're Italian. 
Come on, lady. I'm, I'm not actually. I'm a fake Italian. <laughs> For all of you who don't know. <laughs> the Sa- Sam Caglioni. Calag- Calagioni. My mom was adopted into an Italian family. I'm not just trying to like claim oh, really? being Italian. Yeah. So you aren't, you aren't like. <laughs> I'm like your, actually not Italian. Your DNA is not no, Italian. No, my mom was just raised by an Italian family. Oh. So they're actually Italian. She acts like she's actually Italian because that is how you how I mean, she was raised, raised. In Italian family. She is loud. She feeds you. All those things are true. <laughs> <laughs> did she tell you how to pronounce Sam's last name? She did not. <laughs> uh, he's the founder of Dogfish Head. <laughs> I, I saw him at Great American Beer Festival, and it was like a weird, like, it was Star-struck. like a weird, I was like, oh my god, oh my god, guys, look, 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 look. So he was saying, actually, because everyone, it's been so, like, when they when they started, he used to de- they did an apricot beer, an apricot IPA, apricot is what they called it, <laughs> and that was actually pretty extreme for them. Yeah. Because people weren't he, used to that. He started in 1990, what was it? What year did their brewery open? I forget. I felt it's 1990-something when they okay. opened their brewery. Okay. I forget. Where's Zach? I need a fact check. Fact check a Zach. Um, Anywho. Anyways. <laughs> he said a lot of people felt like it wasn't just strange, but it was wrong to put like fruit how in your IPA. You? And now it's like a thing. It's a, it's a real thing. These fell out earlier. They just, you know, I don't know. <laughs> um, so he was saying that now because everyone's kind of like upping themselves at even extreme now. And we found this is like going from, you know, 6 to 11% beers. Yeah. Going down to like 4% beers is actually weird. Like whatever everyone's not doing, doing at the time. You just have to be such a hipster when you're in the craft beer industry. It's so true. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to. It's kind of beautiful when you're a traditionalist and keep to classical styles and do your thing and make beautiful, wonderful, delicious, classic beer. It's always good. But it's also really fun not to do that. Yeah, and I like this because, again, he said, it's harder and harder to find the white space, but brewers should follow their inspiration and let their freak flag fly. And I feel like that's what we have to do because, like, for a while there, we were like, oh, no. We're also just, like, the the freak brewery, I feel like. Yeah, a little bit. As far as that goes, we let it fly. Hippie, someone called us punk rock because I think we have a couple of people who are punk rock I think we're kind of known as the hippie brewery. Potentially because we burn sage and have crystals. Maybe. Maybe it's because we host Burning Man events who knows you know look (laughs) those people come to us we just say yes and take care of the brewery i have never ever but we just like hosting events yeah if you come to us Mm -hmm. we'll probably host your event yeah as long as people as long as even if you're not and it's mutually beneficial then it's great love it yeah we love it i have never fun fact i i i i'm almost i'm 98 sure that i have never ever asked uh a fire dancer to be here. Just like it's one. surprising how often we have fire dancers here. And it here happens all the for time. A brewery. People the just nice ask. Thing they're all insured they all, yeah, and they all say. stay in a safe place. They, we. That is another cool thing. Someone asked me that. They're like, "Is that safe?" I'm like, they, "We have like they have insurance. We're, we're everything is good." Yeah, like they I just say, "Put make sure that you don't go anywhere in any way." They have like. Yeah, a designated area that they like and people don't come close to them. Obviously, that would be dangerous. Yeah, and they have things fire. out there. Ryan! <laughs> Ryan, I miss Oh, my Jesus! So okay, Ryan, you actually can <laughs> listen to us. You weren't here earlier. We have a podcast now. It's available on Spotify. 
so you could just listen. Ryan, oh man, this beer. Every time I, I like take a sip of this D's Nuts beer, I'm like, oh, damn, I love that beer. This is my style of beer. I love it so much. Um, Ryan texted me earlier today and told me about a planner that's awesome. For those of you who don't know, Ryan used to work here. She's a badass. Mm-hmm. She's really cool. She actually probably is what brought our Burning Man events here. I'm oh, assuming. Well, I'm pretty sure that's 100% right. I thought that was right. <laughs> She's a burner, So that's babe. actually it for this. So we're going to go on my computer now. Okay. I love art. I love how much craft beer has really taken advantage of being being craft in, in the creative aspect of it. Because they're also now taking um, art itself into it. Like, uh, we were talking about last night. We bought a beer... Oh, and I'm sorry, I'm not going to remember what it is, so I'm not even going to try to describe it because I can't remember the brewery who made it, but uh, we bought a beer, and the label was so freaking cool, and I asked Mikey, my boyfriend, if why he bought it, and he was like, I bought it because of the label, and they, there's like so many I buy many wine craft, that way because I don't know about yeah, wine. Yeah, there's so many craft breweries who are just like, I'm going to hire this extremely talented artist to put their art on my super artsy beer that I'm going to make, and everyone wins. Everyone wins. I love that. When we start bottling, that will happen more. Um, I'm going to just put this guy Over here, there you go. Yeah, I just don't want to block this. Zach, bang the drum, triple F stickers maybe? Triple Triple F? F? What is triple F? Like how many times she says F word? Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so Wait, I have a room on my back window for more brewery swag. Okay, we will get that for you as soon as we possibly can. You have a very large truck, so <laughs> room for plenty of our stickers. Plenty. Uh, alrighty, let's go on. Voodoo Donut. Okay, that was another rogue one. Yeah, rogue does a lot of weird beers. They really—they're very rogue. They're rogue. Oh, I like the safety tag. Like the it says warning. this beer is yeah. It's like a warning tag. I'm pretty sure they had to do this because it's beer, but it's like sixty-two percent. Oh, okay, yeah, I heard about Crazy. that. Crazy, the world's most potent beer. Brewmeister. Snakes venom. So there's a different versions of this. Sam Adams did a Utopia one that was twenty-one percent. Damn. Um, and then Brewmeister did an Armageddon, and now they are they did a Snake Venom. So Armageddon was sixty-five, and Snake Venom was sixty-seven point five percent. Holy crap! Making it an impressive one hundred and thirty-five proof. It's eighty dollars. Stronger a than many hard liquors. Damn. So they were saying, like, I was looking up how you do this. It's it's a it's a freeze distillation, basically. So instead of heating it up, like you would distill, because no, if you didn't know, like whiskey is made from basically beer wort. It's sugar and then, water. And then, and then it's fermented and then distilled. So it's like made just you don't put hops and stuff in it. But this way, they make the beer the way they make the beer, and then they freeze it. So then the, the Water freezes and then they go by oh. water and then everything else is like concentrated. So oh. alcohol that doesn't freeze and everything else that doesn't freeze. That's very interesting. So I mean, we could One theoretically do this. One bottle of this costs eighty dollars. Yeah, crazy. If you can even find it. Damn. That's crazy. CCB. I'm just gonna wave at a few people. What? <laughs> this is weird, but it's not necessarily in the beer. So. Um, Sorry. I wish you guys got to see my, that, like, or seeing the picture that made me react like that. 
<laughs> oh, freak flag fly. Oh, I like that. So that's what the triple F is. Freak flag fly. Oh, I like that. So really quickly though, I think that a lot of people are not sure what the, if they, they think that beer has to be a certain percentage, but we have a lot of rules and I've never heard of a limit on the, the alcohol, alcohol content. I do think that if we were to make a beer, like if, if you bottle it, it has to be within like 0.5 or 1% or something like that. I want to say 0.3. Please tell me if I'm wrong. Fact it's checker. something. It's something um, that's. It cannot have a very like if you're bottling it, it has to be within a certain ABV of what you're putting on there, like a it's, very small margin. Yeah. So, but this one, since it says beer and it is, you would clearly it would you would be in danger if you drank the entire. Oh, very much so. You know, whatever. I mean, is that 16 ounces, 12 ounces? No matter what, it's 65 percent. 67. Normal beers are like five. For a whole bottle, which is why you can drink a whole bottle. Yeah. But if it was 60%, you can have a shot's worth. I would be able to drink this over like... Two shots, maybe. Two months. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just a lot. But, but a lot of people were saying with this one, you can't really... It, you can taste alcohol. It does taste like beer, but the alcohol is super prominent. I mean, how how yeah, would it not be? Hot. You can taste when a beer is 10%. And you're like, woo, this is boozy. Woo-hoo. So this is what she was saying, that she got all flustered flustered i don't know if you guys can see that but it says the only beer served in dead animals so they're it's just uh it's literally like so if you can't see this right now it's um what is that animal are these both squirrels it's literally a oh this makes me uncomfortable to even say this it's a oh, Maggie, squirrel I'll come back to that okay go ahead it's a squirrel that is dead has nothing on the inside anymore and they basically like put a bottle inside of it what is that called a mouth open taxidermy it's yeah it's so they stuff it with a bottle and you pour it out of its mouth their bottleneck is out they were sold for in 2010 for 765 dollars oh it's 50 percent abv holy crap brew dogs the end of history that's so intense. Only twelve bottles were made, intense. and they were all contained contained within the taxidermied body of a squirrel or weasel. Oh, that's a weasel. Okay, I was like, that doesn't look like a squirrel. Oh, I've also never weasel. seen a weasel. I don't think I've ever seen a weasel either. Where do weasels live? I feel like someone at a winery was telling me they lived somewhere in Edna Valley. She saw a weasel, and I was like, I've never seen a weasel. And really? she said they're cute, like a prairie dog. Maybe. Is a, what is a weasel? I don't think <laughs> of an animal when someone says prairie, prairie dog. Prairie dog. Weasel. <laughs> that's all I think of. I don't know better. So Maggie said, is this weird beers? There is a place in Traverse City, Michigan, Missouri. Traverse City? You're in Missouri. That right? put a pig, pig head, head in their beer. Oh, I'm going to tell you a weird they beer They won beer. GABF in, in Experimental, but it was like 2007. <laughs> Damn. Right Brain was the brewery. Okay. So Maggie used to work for us, right? and she actually studied uh, a wine and viticulture, and she's a winemaker out in, it's Missouri, Michigan, dang it. Hi, we don't know our letters. I am I? I was like, I know, <laughs> I know another person who lives in Missouri right now. That's good. Yes, because it's by, it's by here, yes. I remember her like showing us like the state on her hand. I wish I could see you right now so you could show us. How you do it with your hand, and she was like saying, anyways. Oh yeah, okay. Hampton and Cassie is the first, I think. Oh, the world. So this 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 one is the world's oldest beer. So you said you we've talked about this before. I feel like yeah, we were talking about it the other day. So Noelle is the science half of our education. You we, we get on this series, do, yeah. 
And because that's what she is super passionate about. And I'm the history side of this because that's what I'm super passionate about. Mm-hmm. So, yes, we've talked about um, beer history a couple times on this him, we, we talked about. I want to go more into beer history. I was actually thinking about that last night, so I might do I'm that. Actually I might kind get of a, surprised I, get I don't a, have this memorized because I've read it. You so do, many and times. she knows. She knows. A, she's talked about this beer a lot of times. The chicha, yeah, and that's weird because I mean all beers are weird, but this one's like the yeah. breaking down with the enzymes in your saliva to get to release the um, the sugars yeah. and corn. Next time I am in Peru, I will have this, and then you you chew it. I think we should do it once. I'm not sure if I would. I would. You would have to chew it. I would. I would chew it, but I would. I don't know. It would game time decision whether I would drink it. It's really interesting because I know it would be sanitary, but just the thought of it just. (laughs) Ah. Well, I don't know. Have Have any of you guys seen um, How Beer Saved the World? It was done by um, the head of the brewing department at. Hey, dude. At UC Davis. Hey, dude. Um, basically, he says that, like, beer saved the world. Oh, that's really funny. He got it to leave, though. Thank goodness. Get out of here. That's so funny. Crows are so smart. He's going to come back and attack us. <laughs> we, we come back and it's like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> There's like 15. Ah. Wait, what was, oh, oh sorry, I was going to say, so the, the guy at Cal Poly, holy crap, it's pulled out. Sorry. I left the door open a little bit. I said Cal Poly, but I meant UC Davis. He um, he basically, during How Beer Save the World, the documentary, little mini documentary-ish series thing that he did. I don't know what you would call it. It's really funny. But um, they basically take pond water, like mostly stagnant, lots of like ducks and grossness in it, and turn it into a beer. And his, his point was like when water is unsafe, the brewing process can actually help sanitize it, which is he his point was fermentation, basically. Yeah, he he was saying um, beer is how we survived the Middle Ages, mm-hmm. and beer is how we built the pyramids because we actually paid people in beer. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember the that. Pyramids. I read that too at like some place. Said beer invented the wheel. I think that one was the hardest proof. I feel like beer is everything. <laughs> Beer is everything. Beer, you can trace everything back to beer. Um, so, where we were going with okay, this? Okay, so this the world's is oldest beer recipe. Difficult to quantify the title of the world's oldest beer because humans have been brewing since around uh, 9500 BC. But this is just our, like, our knowledge at this point. Yeah, so too. they replicated one from a 5,000-year-old recipe found in the Sumerian um, hymn to Nikasi. And we know Nikasi is the god of, of the goddess of beer. Yes. Praise Nikasi. Um, the beer was created as a joint experiment between ar- archaeologists from the University of Chicago and brewers from the Great Lakes Brewing Company. I've been to Great Lakes. Um, and they tried to make it with, like, all of the same ancient tools and the ceramic fermentation pots and the malted barley. They did it on the roof, and they hired a baker to create a yeast source similar to the ones used in ancient times. And they even refrained from using, like, modern cleaning methods to clear natural bacteria that grows in the pots. And they said when they got it, it was weird. <laughs> it was sour and I we've heard that a lot where it's like the beers back then when you don't have as like we have a lot of don't breathe be <laughs> clean your hands we, we all always that joke stuff. about that you're like you can't breathe 
when you open the container. Yeah, because you couldn't introduce bacteria. Like very, I don't. Like I, when I was putting, yeah. when I was pitching, it's not your stuff, breath that has bacteria necessarily. It's more like your breath would might carry a wind that might. I don't know, my breath probably does <laughs> from my mouth. You have bacteria in your mouth. You definitely do, but I don't know. We all do. You do specifically. You do. <laughs> Just kidding. But yeah, and they said they might try another one with more sweet additions, but they were not as excited about this. But yeah, old beers were more wild yeast and bacteria and stuff, so it was a little bit more sour. Oh, this is so cool. <laughs> uh, the world's oldest intact beer. This one, similar to what we talked about before, is they found actually from a shipwreck. So it was 200 years old. And back in 2011, four professional taste testers got to got to find out what it tasted like. And it was from the early 1800s. And they said it tasted very old. Quote, very old. I'm glad you are a professional taste tester. Acidic. Thank you for telling like us. some burnt <laughs> notes. Yeah. That's really it funny. It tastes, quote, very old. Thank you. <laughs> you are a genius. Uh, <laughs> while you may not be able to get your hands on some of those bottles, you might be able to taste a recreation of the brew. Since one of the salvagers happens to be a microbrewery owner who wants to work with scientists to resurrect the formula. Cool. It won't, it won't taste quite so old, they say. Because it we'll won't see. be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you will, I was like, that's a sad realization. You yeah. could never, ever make a beer and age it for 200 years and be able to taste what it tastes like. You would never be able you, to finish that. Well, who knows now? We might be able to live forever you and me yeah or if yeah, we have true. children they might be able to because we live in the future we live what <laughs> i think about to... that all the time what if like everything... our children brought that beer back to this present moment Wait, what do you little... think about time is not linear about? it's i don't know why space. <laughs> she just looked up me. she's so interested <laughs> at the ceiling i feel like whenever i'm like thinking about things i have to look up like some for some reason my ideas exist in well in, no i think a lot of people do that me. they when you're trying to use your memory i i don't know how to look up i do scientific I reason for it, it but a lot of people I, when they're I trying look, to remember something that's so they, funny i look it up you look it up in your brain you can actually those like, words go are funny your, go through look the files. it up yeah. yeah why do we say that she <laughs> 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 said like i'm not drunk i'm just no weird. that's we need to make those t-shirts I'm not drunk. I'm just weird. I'm not drunk yet. I'm just weird. <laughs> okay, the beer with the oldest yeast strain. Uh oh. What? Where's the fossil fuel? Fossil fuels brewing company. Very appropriate. Oh, like this is from Cal Poly. Cal Poly. I think it must be Pomona because he's an owner of a brewery and he's a scientist at Cal Poly. And I think it's Cal Poly Pomona. Oakland Tribune. Weird spiciness at the finish. I don't see the information on this. What, okay, 45 so million years he old? He uncovered a dormant yeast strain from a Lebanese weevil. What is a weevil? I don't know is what a weevil is. Is it close to a weasel? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I should know what a weevil is. <laughs> um, hey, look, Mikey Sandifer. Hey, Maggie. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever watched one of our videos before, but here we go. Here we go. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Oh, um, that covered an ancient Burmese amber since the oh, Ocene, okay. Eocene period. Eocene. Mm. Anyways, you don't need to know about that. But while modern yeast can consume almost any kind of sugar, this ancient variety can only grow 
on a narrow type of carbohydrates, which creates a new, unique flavor in the beer. And they said it was kind of a weird spiciness at the finish. But positive reviews. Cool. Okay. Oddest. Okay, this is the beer. So yeast. there's the oldest yeast strain, <laughs> and here's the oddest yeast strain. This is from the beards. Plenty of brewers claim to put a little bit of themselves in their bottles, but only rogues ale. The beard beer. Oh my god. Yeah. He literally like took a sample of his like a a swab of his beard and then cultivated the yeast that was present in his beard. Okay, what do you guys think of that? Would you drink that? I would I mean, totally, you would totally try it. Yeah, I know you do the <laughs> <laughs> I guess you would have to, like just to kind of taste it and feel. But they were saying... Okay, so it says the company was looking for a new source of yeast when someone joked that Mayer's beard might be the perfect place to grow yeast. Sure enough, the beard can grow yeast. And it's quite great yeast, in fact. Created from over 15,000 brews. Created from, from the... That's, I was kind of confused by that. Mayer I read that again. It must be because he was present. So if oh, there was yeast in, in the air that he pitched the yeast, Funny. it's from all of the beers. Has he never showered? I guess not. He, I don't know if yeast comes out of your beard. I'm not when, hating on you, Mare. But, like, beards do create a lot of... There's a lot going on in there. Huh. I don't oh. know. I don't know, man. The most spacey beers in the world. So there's the Sapporo Space Barley. Features barley that was on the International Space Station. The 2009 cool. limited edition beer was released in 20, 256 packs. That sold for around, around $100 That's each. That's not even bad. That's not that bad, actually. Because I was thinking about the other yeah. beers at like 750 This is from space. It's not a taxidermy. It's not a freaking weasel. You can see that shit on the side. I wish you paid for this. Uh, Proceeds were used to support science education. You should have charged more for your six packs because science. And then, uh, alternatively, Dogfish Head created the brewery. Celestial Ale. Contains dust from lunar meteorites. That's so cool. Because they're mostly made of minerals and salts. They aid in the fermentation process. So they're saying this works out. And if you're not able to go to uh, this Rehoboth Beach Pub. Rehoboth. Hoarder. But he's trying oh, to throw a sandbag and it opened up on your lap everywhere. That's probably not good for him. He man um, I'm gonna get this away from you. The- <laughs> I was like, what's so, that? So uh on the upside, if you make it out there to this beach pub, it's served in a koozie made from the same material as the astronaut spacesuits, so at least they make an effort for the theme. <laughs> so funny. That's a lot. I wonder how they get a hold of that. Oh, Oops, you sorry. go. <laughs> we're Wait, both why? like trying we're to We're both like scrolling at the same time. Um Okay. Pre- beer pre-digested cool. by elephants. Okay. Oh, that's funny because it's kind of like the coffee beans. It is. So it's exactly like that. So we've actually made a civet beer before. Have you really? Mm-hmm. Because we had someone who had a connection and they had a civet farm where they said, though, that the civet farm was really humane, where they let the civets yeah. out instead of keeping them in the in the cages. In Bali, it's like... Really, it's not humane. And not all of them are like that, obviously. Yeah, but, but like, this one specifically, we were told, he he went out of his way to say they are actually treated really well. They're let out and they come back on their own accord because they're taken care of. So a little bit of background on that. A civet mm-hmm. is a, I think it's actually a cat. It's a type of cat. It's like slash a cat. Lemur. Like a cat. It looks like a monkey slash cat. No, it looks slash like a, um, what are those like long? It's a lemur. You long came Polly? No. Do you know what, what's that thing in a long came Polly? I don't know. I'm I'm pretty certain that it's a type of cat, but it, it they they're like uh, they basically uh, civets will in the wild like they eat um, they eat 
the berries that the seeds for coffee grow it in. It doesn't look like a cat. I think it's just technically it's te- It says civic cat. Yeah. But it kind of looks like... A um, lemur. Is that a lemur? A ring-tailed lemur. Like Zabumafu. Because <laughs> that's what I watched when I was a kid. <laughs> Zabumafu. I was like, that was... That was the throwback. Um, yeah, so they will eat them. They eat it and they digest the whole it, the whole bean, and then the they're basically their poop is just a bunch of um, compacted beans that they just like go through their system and the acids and stuff in their intestine actually do um, a lot of good to the flavor of it, the bean. It ferments it basically, just a little bit. So. It, so you only get the drink? good stuff. So the the Near coffee cat? is like less acidic and almost more like I don't want to say that chocolatey. <laughs> it's really good. I've tried it. I wouldn't have even thought of that. <laughs> Looks like a lynx. What's the one? What's the animal in Long Came Polly? I have no idea. You know what Jennifer Aniston? Look at that beautiful computer in front oh, of you. No. <laughs> Someone's asking what y'all drinking. Um, I'm drinking something called D's Nuts. It is a um, <laughs> man. Um, it's a I like coconut stout with cinnamon and tons of coconut and nutmeg she's and uh, vanilla. Vanilla? Yep. vanilla in it. And it's mm-hmm. I'm I'm really into it. And she's drinking a Daddy Issues, Daddy Issues, which is a hazy IPA. It's really it's really yummy. Uh, yeah, look it up. Go ahead. Oh, wait. Are we doing that? Along came Polly? You can look up whatever that is. Yeah. So, anyways, while she's looking that up, I'll explain it. So, it's the elephants do the same thing. Where their, their gut has a lot of bacteria and stuff that will help ferment it beforehand. You have to ferment, um, I'm pretty sure, c- cacao and um, before it comes chocolate and coffee, I think, the same way in their pods. And then you take it off and then you roast it. And I think, I think that's the way that coffee beans are made so instead of like keeping them in pods in the pods and allowing them to ferment that way they allow these animals to eat it and then it ferments in their stomach then they take it out clean it off and then um roast it that way so ferret a ferret yes that's what i was thinking of it kind of reminds me of a ferret this is kind of cool this this website is called humane hollywood it tells you what movies animals and were they were humanely handled oh that's nice cool i also look at movies before like if the dog dies in it you can look it up beforehand and be like fuck this if the dog dies i'm not watching this shit what was that one movie with the golden retriever i don't i don't know kelly (laughs) there was some horror movie where the dog the dogs never deserve it they're always barking because they know shit's going on and no one believes them and then they die it's like bird box with the birds but the bird survived. Yes. I freaked out in that because she fell when she was pregnant and then I was instantly just like over it. I just like couldn't handle it for some reason. I was like, why did they oh, have no. to do this? Remember, you can kill humans. I just, I can't. I can't, <laughs> you I can't, can't handle kill humans, people. She didn't just give you permission. No, I mean, in the movies, you can <laughs> kill off the humans, but the dogs just like, fuck that. There's no reason. I just, I just can't handle the kids. The kids, hurting. too. It's almost I similar just, to dogs. Yeah. It's like, why would you ever... I mean, they're just so innocent and amazing. True. Like, unconditional love. Okay, let's go back to let's beer. Let's go to the next one. Okay, so this one <laughs> is actually made with... That one was... Oh, 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 wrong one. It was made with elephants in the same way. Elephant uh, That you make civet. So we've actually made civet coffee before. Coffee beer. Black ivory is a special type of coffee bean. I think that's what oh. they called it. Beans that were used in a special coffee known as black ivory... Rather than using civets to digest the coffee beans, they're processed and used. And coffee uses elephants. Was I elephants yeah. poop out the beans? Yeah, elephant same poop. same process. Elephant poop. Yeah, cool. 
blah 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 blah. Most that was, that was so delayed. Friendly beer. Yeah, wait, hold on. Look at this. Hi, Ryan, um, and Ellen, who did a really amazing event the other day. <laughs> Jennifer over here is telling us Mo is Missouri. That I was delayed. That. But Mi is Michigan, and Ms is Mississippi. Thank you because. I didn't actually know that. I'm sorry. Um, Ryan said, "Will I see you two at Makeshift Makers Market The Rock this weekend? Gonna be fun. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, and we're also gonna do one of those um, here in April, I believe. Oh, but yeah, actually, maybe I might be able to come by, the, by that. Um, da, 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 da. Okay, this one this, is a weird I don't like Hello this. Kitty one. I'm not into it. The most child-friendly beer. What? Why? I don't no. think that's okay. And it's like Hello Kitty-themed bottles, and they're half the alcohol of Budweiser, so why even try? And it, it tastes says, like Fanta with a beer aftertaste. And they said they're not going to start selling these in North America anytime soon, you probably because no one would buy it. Or they would buy it, but I don't like... That's like that's like marketing friendly. cigarettes to children. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Except I mean, that's worse. Yeah, that is weird. Worse. I mean... Not to say that this is, but ba- oh, never mind. Let's I think marketing alcohol to children is better than marketing cigarettes to children. I'm Whoa, let's not say market that any of it. I don't condone any any underage consumption of products. We're one of the but only if I had to choose one, I'm going to tell you. This, I would rather give my child a glass of wine oh, than a sure. box of cigarettes or Heck even yeah. one cigarette. That's, oh, we're almost at the end. Some of the stra- strangest beer flavors. So this is more like what we do. We do weird things like we add um, Earl Grey and honey into our beer and local uh, strawberries. Oh, these and, are funny. And we've, on our Christmas when we put like whole cakes and oh, yeah. weird stuff in it. I made a carrot cake and threw it into a beer for one of these. We also made gingerbread and threw it into Threw it in there. And it's just like, we do weird stuff like that where we add, I add also, more flavors. What, what's the other thing I baked? I baked a... Um, Sweet potato casserole. Ah, oh, that's funny. <laughs> that was actually a really good one. I like that one. That one was so good. And actually, the D's Nuts beer is because we loved the beer that you... What was it called, actually? Santa's? Oh. Coconuts? <laughs> oh, yeah. I think it was Santa's Coconuts. Was it? Yeah. I was just making that up. I don't remember. And we did uh, the description for it was really funny because it was like... Something like a ton of coconut tea bagged by the jolly man himself or something. Tea bagged. <laughs> so I don't know if Zach is still on here, but uh, <laughs> thank you. Where are you located? Cocktail Ooh. company. Black tie cocktail company? Y'all funny. Thank I, you. So so Zach, uh, if he's on here, different Zach. There's a couple Zach we've been referencing, but we have been talking about opening a, a a tea shop that's called tea bagged that's awesome yeah and actually john came up <laughs> with an idea where you actually like everything you just have someone greeting like a greeter that's just always looking tea at bag you. two you. tea tea bags in one cup just looking at you as you walk in welcome to tea bagged and then just continue it's really funny <laughs> uh, okay weird beers there's mama mia pizza beer who says you need to chew your pizza Oh yeah, Don't so choke. they put so like we put cake into our a full cake. They put a full pizza in it. Full, Mar- a full, a full pizza, a whole margarita pizza. Yum. A new beer. Pizza spices. I don't know what pizza spices are, but cool. Pizza. <laughs> it says pizza spices. Pizza spices. Okay. Uh, yeah, and it's like the what crushed red pepper that you oh. put on top of it, and like oregano. Oregano. Yeah. Okay, that could be. Come a pizza on, spice. Italian. <laughs> Pizza spices. <laughs> this is so weird. It's uh, pepper. 
<laughs> Maple bacon coffee porter. They didn't really say much. But the best part of waking up is funky Buddha's maple funky bacon Buddha, coffee I love in your cup. I don't think funky Buddha is actually a craft brewery anymore. They were overtaken by other people's. Overtaken? <laughs> you are overthrown. <laughs> by one of the bigger brands. Voodoo donut coffee peanut butter banana ale. Can't decide between a chocolate peanut butter banana donut and nice ale? Well, you're probably already drunk, but at least you've covered this with roadkill <laughs> brew. I love that. Um, this one's called... It's just, it's misleading. It's called Rocky Mountain Oyster Stout. Wincoop Brewing Company. <laughs> it really contains bull testicles. So you prepare all to be precise. So <laughs> I look. Three bull testicles. Uh, you better believe I looked this shit up because I was like, did they mistype oyster? Is that like a straight oyster? up like, like, like a whole ball, like a whole two of them for each one they say? Or is two it like one testicle? It's three testicles. So, so it's literally one and like a, half bowls a split test. Put in there. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rocky Mountain He's Oyster crying. Stout. He's like, this He's is like, Don't weird, talk guys. About my balls. He doesn't have them anymore. We did it. I know. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Please let us know when you do that. Awesome. Okay. You brew. You're in slow. Where? This cool. this cocktail company that's talking to us. Okay. All right. So this one, it's brewed with real. So it was meant to be an April Fool's Day joke. So they said it on April but Fool's Day, and so many people were like, oh my gosh, that's so cool, what a good idea, let me, can I try a sample of it? And so because so many people were interested in it, Fool's they decided balls. to actually make it. So the balliest beer ever. They called it the ballsiest beer ever. And they've been making it for a while. God, we want a meaty treat. I mean, at least they're using everything, because you're going to eat meat, you might as well eat the testicles as well. My dog eats bully sticks, might that's a bull's well. penis. Did you know that? I didn't. That's yeah. really funny. Yeah. It's a pizzle. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so they tried it. So uh, they made it. So what does it taste like, he said? Uh, luscious, creamy stout. No, he did nope. not. That delivers loads of flavor. Whoa. That was well thought out. <laughs> <laughs> to to chocolate you, sir. and nuts. <laughs> Everything from roasted barley and coffee to chocolate and nuts. That's awesome. Uh, it's a foreign style style. It's slightly viscous. Ugh, I don't want to see viscous with bull. Anyways, with a deep brown color, it was a equally uh, deep flavors of chocolate syrup, Kahlua, Kahlua. and espresso. Oh, sorry. What? I don't think I've ever Palpable level of alcohol and savory umami. Umami, like, no. That's probably from the testicles, the umami part. Savory. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so apparently it's a thing, and they've been making it, and they brought it to the Great American Beer Festival, and people were into it, so cool. would you? Would you taste bull testicle beer? Yeah. Okay, Jennifer. How about giving them children water and limited amounts of milk and juices? We're not you do whatever you want We're not kids. talking about that. <laughs> we're talking about if someone was saying you had to choose between giving your child alcohol and, and giving them cigarettes. Yes. What would you choose? She's just she's we're about not to, making she's about to be right a now. grandma, <laughs> and I'm about to be an aunt. So we're all thinking about kids and how we're going to take care of them. Went to Disneyland this weekend, and I oh, cannot yeah. wait. My nephews do next month. That's so exciting! So excited. Okay, well, Co- what else do we have to? Cover? Oh, here's another oh, uh, oyster stout, which isn't as weird because you just put oysters in it, and because of like the saltiness, it adds to the shucks the directly into the brew tank. Silky salty. Finish. To, yeah, come in and talk to us, please. Cocktail company. What is your name? A satellite of love. Hello. 
And then here's another one. Um, not as weird. Coconut curry Hefeweizen. Not as weird? It's not as weird. Coconut curry? You put. We already put coconut in there. They're just putting That's curry so in it. That's so funny. Curry and banana. And the hint of banana. sounds kind of good. Yeah, it does. I don't feel like so that's weird. weird. I would try that in a heartbeat. I would have never ever some thought these, about that. Some of these I would think twice before trying All it. All right. New Belgium? Especially when people's bodies are involved in making You're it. You're talking about the beard. The beard and the chicha <laughs> and the testicles. That's, yeah. I would try it. Because Simple. why would I Why would I pass that up? I mean, who am I? Just <laughs> who am I to pass up some bull balls? <laughs> some bull balls beer. Okay. <laughs> Well, I think that guys, was it. Is there anything else that you guys want to say? Any weird flavors that you want to try? Or like try and one-up someone, see? Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire? Interesting. that word. Worcestershire. 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 <laughs> this is the rest of the show. I think we're done here. <laughs> no, uh, I, we haven't. I don't know. We could look that up. Do you think you could try that? Maybe. I don't know. That might I be also don't eat that. Because Worcestershire's, Worcestershire, yeah. Worcestershire is kind of like, um, it's salty and as a little sweet. So it's like, I feel like it would be <laughs> my, a good one. Where did you think of that, Doug? I'm just going to wait till you respond. <laughs> We're just going to sit here in silence. <laughs> uh, is there anything else? You guys, let us know before or after. Sweet potato stout, you can do it. <laughs> we can, and we have. We did a sweet potato well, it was, it was a white stout, right? Which is technically Which is basically a blonde. blonde. It's a blonde with lactose. Yeah, that word. I mean, who are we kidding? We threw marshmallows Looking at barbecue sauces. Okay, we can try That's that. That's funny. I was just thinking about that. Barbecue sauce. Barbecue spices. Sauces. Mm. Oh, spices. Saucy spices. That's similar to pizza spices. <laughs> <laughs> what are they? What is it? <laughs> just pepper. That's just like pepper me being annoyed with light beer. <laughs> I don't know. Light. <laughs> yeah, that was it for this. I mean, I'm sure there's many out there, but this these were the most eye-catching, and we don't have a lot of time to go over the other ones. I mean, because we'd be here all day, and Kelly has to open. You guys, I do! Come visit me! Come visit Kelly. I'm working She's working in the today. tasting room. I work every Monday night, too, so come visit me those nights. I mean, you can't sleep and here, but enjoy. You, can, you can go at night. I will, I will close around you until I absolutely have to, like, use Take whatever. You out. Yeah, use and force. then I'll be nice, so enjoy yourself. Come cool. in. Uh, like us on all of the things. We have an Instagram for those of you not on Instagram. Pointing but if you're on Instagram, Instagram, you guys already know. Facebook, bang the drum brewery. You're there. Facebook, bang the drum brewery. Twitter, I think, is just like an extension of Instagram. I'm gonna say I don't put effort into it. I just say. I think post you can to subscribe to podcasts. Do that. <laughs> uh oh yeah, how do you do that? I think you. Just, I don't know. I subscribe to podcasts. We'll post it on. <laughs> We'll post it on the Facebook. Subscribe. How do you subscribe. do that? I have no idea. Yeah, I think you just press a button that says subscribe. Just you. If you type in type at the bar with bang a drum, does it come up? It comes up. Hold on, let me see if this is true. Go to Spotify. Oh my gosh, we're actually pretty on time today. At the bar with bang the drum. Oh, bam. With bamf the drum. <laughs> oh, she's looking it up. Here we go. Slow bang the drum brewer makes her mark in the man's world. <laughs> what? That's me. What is that? By the way, we were on KSBY this weekend. I've never on Super Bowl. What is that article? That's really funny. Oh, New Year's Eve at Bang the Drum. Bang the Drum's Facebook. Bang the Drum redefines what a bar can be. I really have to look at these. These are funny. We also have one that says that we're closed in February. That's not true. Oh, here. here, Dilly Dilly. Where'd it go? Dilly Dilly. Oh, it's the first one. Hand. Yeah. You can just look up at the bar with Bang the Drum. Oh. How? 
did it say dilly dilly? Oh, <laughs> it's because it's oh. because it, it's an extension. Wow, that's a cute picture. <laughs> <laughs> on our on our um, website bangthedrumbrewery.com, which you can also go on and you can go in and become a Bang the Drum VIP, BTD VIP tribe, whatever it is, and you can put your phone number in. And I do one or less checks a week, except for I didn't do except texts for, for three weeks. So I made up for it because we had a lot going on and people want, were saying, I don't know what's going on. You haven't sent out a text. So I was like, hey, this, and so I let everyone know what's going on there. And you can be like, I want to know more. I want to know less woman. And you can come in and tell me that. If you don't have to call her woman. You can, she has a name. It's Noelle. Noelle. You can say playfully Noelle. If we get that type of relationship, you can call me woman. I can take it. Feel it out. Yeah. If we don't have that type of relationship, I'll look at with you with a straight face. And then you'll know you did it wrong. You can really see my elf ears. <laughs> okay. I love you guys. Thanks uh, for watching. Come, come back next week, Tuesday, noon-ish. If you guys have any ideas or questions, share this, like this, go on all of our stuff. Come tell people that we are not closed. We are open and ready to party. Let us know if you guys have any topics for next week or weeks to come. Love you guys. Thank you for coming and looking and come get some beer. Bye. Bye.